0: at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in San Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for Tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Morning and welcome to the Nimitz Buick GMC Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting with Logan, but this morning Captain Kirk and, as usual, Chris Wayne is spinning hits, <laughs> spinning those hits, baby. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it's uh, I believe it's going to be a very busy show. We have a lot rum,
1: to talk rum, about. Rum, oh yeah, rum, a lot rum, to talk rum, about. We're, we're, we're rum, rum, we're, rum, rum. Yes, rum, we got a rum cake
0: coming. Oh, AM5. I can't wait. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So that, that should be uh very, very interesting. Um but we're starting to we're starting to mix a little a little hunting in with fishing. Oh yeah. You yeah, know, I, some... I mean it's 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 coming, man. It's it's right around the corner and uh I mean I spent five days, uh four and a half days, whatever, um, up at the property and just the weather and everything was just magnificent, man. I mean it was like I mean, I woke up on Tuesday morning, and it was like 65 degrees, and I looked out on my, on my pond and saw ripples. So there was like a 10-mile-an-hour breeze blowing at 6.30 in the morning. I'm like,
2: oh. It was like fall. Oh, man. Even running out on the ocean. Oh, I mean,
0: it, it, the ocean's been, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been, it, I'll tell you what, Kirk. It has been an incredible four weeks. I yeah. mean, it, it has – Jeff, this summer kind of went from eh –
3: yeah, wow. to wow, to,
0: to wow. I mean, to like, like, you want to go tarpon fishing? Go tarpon fishing. You want to the, go king fishing? Go king fishing. I mean, it's. Um, you want to go Kobe fishing? And just, what changed?
3: You know, I mean, the bait changed.
0: Yeah,
3: recently. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a that's a great question. What changed? Um, you know, we we did had, we get
3: a weather pattern? Did I mean?
0: I don't remember well, any
3: specific event. The only really weather happened. pattern we
0: had was on Sunday. Which which we talked about this the last cool front, yeah, we talked yeah. about this last Saturday. This is going to make it even better, and it did. I mean, this week has been incredible, and not only that, the mullet around the inlets and, and the, the oh my goodness,
2: jacks that was unreal going down the and beach. And, big oh, it's sheets crazy. of them, big sheets. sheets of and, them. and
0: this is you know, it's uh, August twentieth. You yeah. know, I mean, so it's still, you know, we still got a good ten days, two weeks for the full. Blown mullet run to start. Oh, but we, we all talked that. about that 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 this was going to happen. And, and not only that, but that northeast, that tiny north-northeast wind that we had. Mm-hmm. And that was and, last it, Saturday. Yeah, it turned the water back Saturday. over, you know, because we were starting to have that upwelling thermocline, and it blew in all this beautiful water back in on the beach. And, and uh, man, it's – Beautiful I mean, water, too. Uh, 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 I mean, look at our, our, our picture – Fred Miles yesterday.
3: Yeah. Oh, and that's uh that's our welcome post and by the way folks if you haven't seen the welcome to the Nimnik Outdoor Show post yet I I mean this is one of the coolest stories you'll ever hear. Yes. Okay, and I got I tried to get Fred to come on but Fred's scared of yeah, Fred's- he's scared of a microphone. Right. And scared of uh television cameras. What? I know, but he gave me all the details and he said you tell the story and it's one of the coolest stories ever. Yeah. So check out our posts and just and look at the yep. pictures, okay? And then just kind of kind of get curious. Look at the pictures and go, okay? Yeah, I'm seeing that, a wahoo. That, right. I'm seeing circle jig heads. I'm seeing a lot of mullet. What's the story?
2: Right. You gotta love the ocean. You yeah. You <laughs> just gotta yeah. love the, the ocean. Mean, will surprise you when you least
3: expect it. Got to tell that story after the the next break. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Give, but it's a give, cool story. But but Jeff, the the amount of Numbers, I should say, of sailfish caught this week. Um, it, it's 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 uncanny for for the third week of August. Well,
3: third or, week of August, who catches Spanish? Third week of August. Uh, yeah,
0: this whole this um, uh, and 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 Kirk's
3: wearing them out.
0: Big Spanish, Big, beautiful Spanish, and I and, oh, I, I and I
3: can tell you, like on the, they're on the beach. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm I'm seeing them. Yeah, I'm seeing them strike. And uh seeing tarpon on the beach, seeing
2: kingfish skyrocket, mm-hmm. seeing oh. sharks. Leon wore me out all week long. Kirk, Kirk, six feet of water, <laughs> 10 feet of water. You got to come down here. And I said, I'm over here. I'm wearing them out over here. I don't need to run back way over where you are, but I appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah. I called a couple guys. I said, uh, Tony uh, uh, Benevito was calling me on the radio he goes, Where are the fish? And I had. I had Leon on the phone and I said, Hold on a second. I put Leon down and I said, Leon told me to tell you to go south of the red tops, twelve feet of water. And he's like, Twelve feet of water? Oh yeah. And I said, Get in the surf. Uh, Oh yeah. I said, they are in the surf.
0: Yeah.
3: Gentlemen, literally, if not in the in the surf, then I mean right outside of breakers. I mean it's 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 crazy. Oh
2: Spencer Brogdon, who goes over to the pier all the time. Well, did he go down there? Yeah, he 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 kept posting pictures all week long of the the tarpon, the jacks, the sharks, and the kings crushing These the bait, bait. Yep. right next to the pier. I mean, just videos oh, yeah. of just cr- oh, yeah. crushing them. I can tell
3: so. you, uh, last Saturday, which was the when we had that northeaster kind of creep in, right? That's yep. when the start of it. Yep, and uh, you guys remember. Me and Dylan, my son, were going to go with Chip Wingo yep. on Sunday.
2: Yeah, and the weather kind of went, uh-uh.
3: You know. No, no I, I can tell you, the weather was fine.
2: Yeah. We didn't go, well, you're not good enough to get
3: off the beach cause yeah, it was Yeah, you couldn't get off the beach because right? it was nasty. But I told Dylan, I said, dude, that little bit of northeast, I said, it, it could make it epic. Yes. I mean, and here's the thing. All of a sudden, the am all running, you know, and we're where we need to be, and it's just we can't, you know, get them in a specific spot, but the mullet are going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like holy cow.
2: There was food everywhere. Yeah, that that was a lot of the problem. I know. I know. Leon said they got on a big old school of uh, bait fish south of your house, Jeff. Oh, god! And he was for like, I've been watching them, for and he's a like, man, days. I just can't get them to eat. And I says, too much food. There's too much food. Yeah. I mean, when you get three hundred yards of pogies, that's right. You just It's yeah, not 300 not, yards, it's like a half a mile Yeah, they're just not concentrated It's, not, it's, it it's, it's
0: 10 miles it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's literally, it's, it's 10 miles I mean, it, it's, yeah. you know I am so, it does my heart so much good to see this much bait on the beach It does, man. I mean, it's, it's been great You know, it's, I mean, because honestly, Jeff the, the most stressed that a charter captain can be Is to try to find bait just to fish with You know oh. what I mean? Well, and, we've and had concerns comp-
3: about about yes. the harvesting of right. pogies up in the Carolinas, and here's the reality. We're not in the Carolinas, but their harvest impacts what we have, and so we've been concerned thinking, mm-hmm. because commercial you know boats we haven't stuff. seen our, the pogies like we normally do.
2: No. This has been the best run,
0: run of years. pogies we've seen many, in years.
3: How well, two, many years
0: have two we Two years, st- we, we didn't fish with pogies. Right. Yeah. I mean, very, 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 very seldom. I mean, and and Kirk and I were meeting each other in the middle every day. If he called him, I called him. You know, I mean, we were burning a lot of fuel. I mean, I ran to the to the Jacks Beach Pier last year. Well, I, on a I, charter. I understand
3: yeah. that, and we all understand that things are cyclical. Yes. And so we're not trying to, you know, and we never want to be ones that just you know start going crazy and jump to conclusions. So we've always kind of been patient. And some of our thinking, saying, "Well, you know, maybe yes. it's just you know one of those years." Well, then after it happens again and again and again and again, you're like, "Wait a minute, what's going on? What's right. the deal?" And uh, this year, it was not good
0: for a while. No, it was not. <laughs> it was, you know, uh, what May, June, it was, it was pretty sporadic. You know? It was hit and um, miss. You had to yep. do a lot of jigging. It yep. was a lot of
2: jigging bait.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And then, and then, about the end of end of June. They showed up just north of Saint Augustine, and they haven't left.
3: Now, and I can tell yeah. you, uh, two weeks ago, we were talking about sharks on the beach.
0: Yeah,
3: and uh, we were like trying to sound the alarm a little bit, and rightly so, mm-hmm. because there were sharks that were up there in knee deep water. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and we're like, why? I don't know, but I can tell you they were on the beach. And when you start seeing them right on the beach where you're like, okay, get the kids out of the water, that's Mm -hmm. cause for concern, especially when we haven't even had a mullet run yet. No, no, no. Well, this week, all of a sudden, now the pogies are in the surf Uh and the mullet are starting to move. I can tell you this,
0: might want to be careful.
2: Uh, Very, uh, very. No doubt. I mean, big ones too. Big sharks. Did
0: y'all see that video of the – the, that hammerhead, oh, and, on uh, what shores? Uh, it, it was in Alabama. It was. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. Saw that. Yeah, he was chasing the stingray up in there, right jet, up in the surf. Twelve footer. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I saw that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and, was and uh, spinning and, and, and yeah, Those people are standing there. I'm going. I get out. the heck out of the way, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's snapping, trying to eat that stingray, and and they're all going, "What's he doing? Yeah, you know, he's he, he chasing that stingray slurk. all around
0: in that. <laughs> Get the heck out of the way, man! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I can promise you none of those people swam the rest of the day.
2: <laughs> I mean, I saw a bull shark yesterday. We we got on a, a place seventeen miles offshore yesterday and pulled up, and right before we got ready to leave, I said, "Let's just throw some bait in the water," and this bull shark came up and he was every bit of eight or ten feet long. I mean, he looked like a They're submarine. So fat. Oh, a, lot, a lot of a people don't
3: understand a, a bull shark. Is a rotund yeah. shark. I mean, he's oh. he's like kind of like a football. Mm-hmm. That's know? right. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. Yep. yep uh, you right. know, because he's right. he's not long and slender like right. a thresher, and he's the black tip, black tip is, yep. is is not thick. Yep. Right. A bull shark literally is like a
2: football.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They got, like, and you can't imagine how fast they are.
2: Ooh. Well, and that's the other thing yep. I was going to say. And are yeah. slow wicked, and sluggish. Yep. Don't think for a second they can't move like a kingfish. Yeah. Golly, they can. I they, mean, they, they, they can can't. be so fast, and I got they a, he- a heck of a story. We got a bunch of stories. Yeah, we Ooh. do. Golly,
0: yeah. I got coyote stories. We got we got all kinds of. And stories. And I got some oh, yeah.
2: great pictures this week on the cameras between Kyle and I. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, our cameras are just going off. Yeah. You know, and those daggum raccoons, man. I'm I'm a I'm about done with one these of, raccoons. One of those pictures digging through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Great. well, I didn't even notice that. Kyle just sent it to me, and you he's didn't like, notice "Dad, that? no, until you said something." And, and oh, he goes,
0: he goes I mean, really, you?" He seriously?
2: goes, "He goes, Dad, you think they're rutting early?" And I said, "Well, you know, uh, yeah. rutting. <laughs> it's Florida, you know, Florida, Georgia deer is right on the border. Uh, Could well, be." And,
3: and uh, we, uh, there was a little confusion about the uh, the sex of the receiving party of some. Deer Activity, yeah, 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 and uh, so like well, dogs. I, I think oh, we have yeah. the picture that's going to be posted today. People yeah. can take a look at it and draw it's their like own conclusions. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. They're just like dogs; <laughs> they are a deer is just like a dog. They'll sniff anything, go anywhere, do anything. It just they're just it's pigs. fun. They're it's pigs. Really they're fun. all pigs.
0: They're all pigs. Gross. It's really
3: fun because the cameras
0: that all males are pigs, right? Pigs. Yeah. Kevin. Every last one yeah. of us. Yeah. Kevin
3: and Kirk and I. We all have these cell phone cameras now mm-hmm. to where you ain't got to be there to you know to take the chip out of the right. camera and take a look at it it's just you know it's sending you pictures when it takes a picture mm-hmm. and those things are so fun they oh, are they're They're awesome
2: i'll be in the boat and all of a sudden the screen i'll get a little unnoticed yeah and i'll go oh i gotta look i, I'm, I can't <laughs> I stand it look, yeah. i gotta look and i go oh wow look at that you know yeah, that's
0: funny yeah and,
3: and, uh, kevin you got a picture was that the picture you got the buck in the middle of the day that was i mean just
0: yeah yeah that was yesterday morning that was a big old deer man yeah i know it i know it i had to send it to you (laughs) hit list here
2: we go yeah
0: Yeah, we got three
2: big old bucks coming to our feeders Uh, and it's like oh my gosh look at these things this
3: is the time of year where it's just so cool yeah yeah i mean literally because you have the fishery typically at the end of middle of of august end of august is
0: awesome yep
3: in our area yeah it really is and then you, you're starting to get ready for hunting season. Bow season is right around the corner. You're prepping your food plots. You're getting your deer stands ready. For those that don't bow hunt, that are gun hunt, I mean, we're thinking about that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, kids are back in school, so they're not wearing you out every day. And you're, you know,
0: you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do have to throw out one thing, and and I talked about this on the forecast show. And, I, and Jeff, you haven't lived here your, your, your whole life, but basically, Kirk and I have. Chris has. I, I, if you look at the 15-day forecast, there's there's no 90s. No. Yeah. it's it's it, I, I've never seen Oh, this. trust me. I've,
3: I've been looking at it. I know it. you have.
0: I, I know you look at it as the much thing as I, I don't, do. The
3: thing I don't like is just the rain all in it.
0: No, I, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of 50s and 60s chance. And
1: 70s. But I'll take it. I don't care. But I don't want you know, 100 if, degrees.
0: If you guys – yeah, exactly. Do you remember mm. you remember June? Yeah. The heat yeah, uh, in June it was, was awful awful yeah. I mean hot. It, it was a hundred and five, mm. I mean, yeah, and was I was terrible. thinking, my God, what's it gonna be in August? In august right it, yeah, it was mm. and, and now you look at it, and we haven't even really had a, a ninety degree day in August,
3: no, it was hot the other day though, yeah it yeah, back days. In, you're
0: you're you're oh, yeah. you're you're back in the creeks and, 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 and out of the wind and you know on, but ocean's o- been beautiful, ocean's been like yeah guys yeah. well, you guys are like, on the water. yeah. Yeah, but you I know
2: mean, the cool thing is the way it's laying up with these northeast flows. The tarpon fishery is getting ready to go into uh, high gear yeah. at the end of next week. I know, I know. I, I wish mean, it would move. End south. of next week, northeast flows, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, it, I mean, mean it, if you think it's good now, yeah. you watch. I got,
3: a, I got a uh, a picture on our Facebook Instagram page from yesterday. I had an opportunity to try to land one yesterday. Didn't, didn't, didn't do
2: it. But I mean.
3: I don't care. No, yeah, 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 you don't care. You
2: know, when you jump a tarpon and you get some jumps out of them, it's incredible. Well, it's like deer hunting. It's all part of the game. Playing the game is fun. I,
3: well, I, was, I had a conversation with Chip and Dylan, and we've had this conversation so many times. But you still have the conversation all the time. When you, tar- when you, when you look for tarpon in, in August and September, you don't have to catch them to enjoy it.
0: No, you don't. no, no, hell no! Because no.
3: if you're seeing them, yeah,
0: that's what it's all about. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you if you if you got the adrenaline pumping and you oh. see them feed and and
3: and you're going crazy and you're sitting there watching, I can literally if 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 somebody says, "Hey, Jeff, you can go out and we're going to catch you a tarpon." Okay, we're going to go out and and you're not going to see any any tarpon. Right. we're going to we're going to chum them up. We're and- going to chum them up and we're going to get you one. Right. Okay. Yep. Guaranteed, you're going to land it and everything. Okay. That's uh, behind curtain number one okay and we'll be bob barker behind curtain number two mm-hmm. okay we're gonna see many many tarpon mm-hmm. feed, and they're gonna be feeding you're gonna watch them and it's gonna be incredible and it's gonna last an hour maybe longer yeah you're not gonna catch one okay what are you gonna take I'm taking behind curtain number two, man. I know. All day long. I'm sorry.
0: Just a real quick story. I know we need to take a break. I did a multi-boat charter years ago. It was in September. I had, everybody got everybody, you know, and, and it was one guy left. So I took the one guy. He was a preacher. Cool guy. And I went around and those fish were feeding, those tarpon were feeding on those mullet coming around the rocks here at Comanche Cove. That's as far as I went. I went outside the rocks and he's like, oh my God. He's like, awesome. I've never, he goes, can we just stay here? He goes, I don't care about catch one. He goes, I just. Same I, way. He, 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 and we did for, for three hours. Me and Chip and Dylan <laughs> I, sat there on watch and just, watched
3: tarpon last Sunday, and that was and, and, just and, and fine and with we, me. We
0: talked. We had great conversations, mm-hmm. and we watched those tarpon feed on those mullets. I never put a bait out. It's the coolest he, thing he ever. Was, he was like, dude, this is. He goes, I'll never probably see this again. No. You know? No, it's, it's, yeah, a,
2: it's awesome. a National Geographic moment. Yeah, it is. Cool. It really is Beautiful. when you see stuff like that. I mean, it, it's just incredible.
3: All right, let's take a break. And, uh, folks, if you'd like to join us this morning, then when we come back, we're going to get into the story that is on our Facebook and Instagram post about the Wahoo and, and how in the world can somebody catch a Wahoo on monofilament and a jig head. Well, we're going to tell you right after this, That's right cool. here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimbik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's uh, jump right into a weather forecast brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. If you haven't been there, boy, do yourself a favor and your stomach. One in San Marco, one at the beach, the Bearded Pig, best barbecue, period. I like to give you a recommendation of what to get, but anything you get on the menu is Whoo, it's in good. Some some kind of good now. All right, here's the uh, forecast. Got a weak frontal boundary. It's going to remain stationary north of the area through the weekend. That's why the rain is all across Georgia. And southerly winds will prevail over our local waters with daily sea breezes and land breezes at night. Thunderstorm activity expected to increase next week as the surface front edges farther south across Georgia. That's why I was talking about rain in the forecast. Yep. It seems like forever. It does. Today, southwest winds 5 to 10 knots becoming southeast this afternoon. Seas around 2 feet, 8 seconds on the interval. Tomorrow, south winds 5 to 10 knots again. Seas around 2 feet, 8 seconds on the interval. And don't forget about the chance of showers and thunderstorms. Monday, guess what? South winds 5 to 10 knots around 2 feet. Tuesday, south winds 5 knots around 2 feet. And Wednesday,
0: southeast winds 5 to 10 knots.
3: This might be uh, a really good stretch for
0: fishing. Oh, it's going to be, you know, go early, come back early.
3: You just hope it doesn't get stale. You know, sometimes you got to get the Jeff, same.
0: You're right. When you, whenever you have the same weather pattern, that's what we talked about last Sunday. You needed that little northeast north wind to mix things up. And, and yes, it does get stale whenever you have the same wind direction every day. Um, but here's the other thing. As long as you have that much bait around, right? why do the fish need to go anywhere?
3: True. Mm-hmm. You know? True, but you like to mix it up a little yep. bit. And a tide support brought to you by Angie Subs. You know, yes, I was there this week, and yes, just I got once? me a Dr. Bang Scrippy. <laughs> just once? Just once this week. Oh, just once. <laughs> yeah, I think it was only one time this week, and man, did I really enjoy it. In fact, it was, uh, it was Tuesday. Me and Taylor went there for dinner. Oh, there you know, you a go. lot of sub shops aren't open for dinner. Right. Oh, Angie's is open for dinner. And it was wonderful. Nice. Absolutely wonderful, I can tell you that. All right, the tides at Mayport. And, by the way, they're located right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. If you haven't been there, it, uh, it's quite the uh, experience, I can tell you that. Uh, today, tides at Mayport, Bar Pilot Dock, at 945 a.m., that's your low tide. 431 p.m., that's your high tide. Tomorrow in the morning, 1037 AM is your low tide, and that's 0.78. Today's low tide at uh, 945. That's a 0.70. High tides are about normal. Uh, This evening, that's a 4.62, I believe. So that's about normal. Mm -hmm. So uh, not bad.
0: So I'm dying to hear the story because I don't know the story. You don't know the story. I don't. All right, so
3: everybody go to our Facebook and Instagram page and take a look at the opening post and look at the pictures. Yeah. Okay, it's a big wahoo. Right?
0: Yep, very big.
3: All right, so here's the story. Okay, Fred and uh, John, okay, are going out fishing. And their whole purpose, they're going to go offshore because they've got a bite of flounder offshore that mm-hmm. they have uh, discovered. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, I think, uh, take, uh, I think it's John's boat, uh, which is not a John boat, but John's boat. Right, uh, yeah. About yep. a 21-foot uh, center console-ish, I think. And maybe I'm a little off on that. But anyway, they load up the, uh, the live well with some mullet. And, uh, and I think they got a whiting in there somehow. And so, cause I guess they were throwing the cast net pretty close to the beach or inshore and they happened to catch a whiting. Right. They some do it. It, yep. yep. So they get offshore and now they're trying to catch these flounder with these, an interesting choice of, of, uh, tools, I guess you could say jig heads that have circle hooks. Uh huh. Have you ever used one?
0: Uh, no, I can. I haven't either. Yeah. Have you used a circle no. hook jig head? I, I'm not. Fred a, loves them. Right. Uh, I mean, he loves them.
2: Really?
3: Loves them. Huh. So they're fishing, and then all of a sudden, this wahoo starts circling their boat. And big wahoo.
2: Unbelievable. Uh,
3: and I've, I've had that happen to me one time. And they're, yep. you know, they're, i uh, I'm not going to give the exact distance, somewhere between
2: 8 and 12 miles offshore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're in 60 feet of water.
3: Yeah. Okay, which is typical, Kevin, yeah. when you go out and flounder fish, yeah, right? absolutely. Ain't okay. no gates.
2: Yep. Right? Ain't no gates.
3: So, there's the wahoo, and Fred doesn't have... A wahoo rod. No. Yeah. yeah because wahoo have teeth, folks, of yep. like those that don't know.
0: It's like a it's tiger. Like, it's
3: like a kingfish.
0: Yep. yep. Which
3: has sharper teeth, kingfish or a wahoo?
0: Wahoo. 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 Yeah, oh, hands so, down. So,
3: you got to have... Either wire or you have to have – what's that other stuff that you tie? Seven-strand. Seven-strand. Seven strand Okay, yeah. which is kind of like a, a, like a cable kind S-
2: of – braided, braided, wires, braided wire. Braided wire. Yeah.
3: And, uh, so, but he doesn't have that. All he has is what he's fishing with for bottom fishing, which is fluorocarbon leader and the circle jig head. Throws it out there. Wahoo just inhales it. Pam pops the line. Fred's scrambling. He's got like eight feet of fluorocarbon leader. Fred always uses right. long leader when he's bottom fishing. I don't I do like 3 or 4. He does like 8. Yeah. You know, 10 or whatever. And so he scrambles ties another one on, throws it out there, the wahoo stays there. <clears throat> Pops it off. He loses another jig head.
2: No way.
3: This continues to happen 8 times. Look no. at the picture. Look at the picture. Okay? Eight, the picture eight of times? the mullet on the cleaning table. Those his mullet. Those are the mullet that the wahoo ate, and he took them out of his stomach.
2: Unbelievable. Unbelievable! Now
3: he's down to one last bait, which is a whiting.
2: Oh wow! Look at all the hooks in the mullet. And
3: he throws yeah. it out there, and he's trying to, every time he's trying to reel it fast so he so the wahoo can't swallow the bait. Right, trying to get it in the mouth with the circle, which that's like counter intuitive to a circle hook yes. right but that's what he's trying to do the last bait he throws out there and sure enough he hooks it right on the edge of the mouth with the circle jig head and it's... they land the wahoo okay Which is even whoa, 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 wait a minute
2: what kind of rod was he yeah that... a little bottom rod for flounder Kirk. a little <laughs> baitcaster yeah
3: like a little baitcaster unbelievable
2: right so yeah. they must have had to chase this thing for <laughs> <Yeah>. miles
3: <sighs> they land it and it's a big one
2: yeah. Like, oh, wait a wait 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 a minute. Did they have a gaff? Uh,
3: I'm sure they. I had think they did. Yeah. 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 Don John and Fred. They got a gaff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they get the fish.
2: That's nuts.
3: Haul butt to to the conch house because they want to get a weight on this thing. They think it's ninety.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay. Eighty six pounds. Wow. Eighty six pounds. Eighty six pounds, and the st- the the amazing thing. The wahoo stayed right around yeah. the boat. And he was chumming them with some live mullet, yep, too, yep, you know, yep. to keep the wahoo there. But how in the world do you catch a wahoo on floor carbon leader? You, you don't. After you lost eight baits yeah. to this wahoo that he bit you off eight times. And, and swallowed them. Swallowed them. Yeah. So that's.
1: I cool. bet he was 80 pounds before they came out. <laughs> he might have been. But I mean, it's a
2: crazy? lot of You know, it's funny. Yeah. I looked up the date when we caught ours two, uh-huh. uh, five years ago. It was June seventeenth, and it and it weighed seventy five pounds. That's uh, the that, one. Oh yeah, I that, remember that. That fish. Eric caught, and I was thinking, was it? in Did August? you
3: use monofilament
0: leader?
2: No, no. I had <laughs> seven strand forty yeah, pound yeah, wire. Yeah, yeah. But even then, you're thinking,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. it's a miracle. Well, you know, I, I had the same thing happen to me while I was bottom fishing, and I was eleven miles offshore.
3: All right, so I got I got a correction yeah, yeah. on the gaff. Okay, I got oh, the, oh. I got confirmation on the gaff.
0: Okay, uh,
3: Fred likes to take old golf clubs and put a hook on it. So it's like a smaller, yeah. Yeah. so it's like a gaff, but it's a golf club gaff.
2: That's it. That's what he used on Oahu. There must have been a lot of scrambling <laughs> and dragging. And and you know the thing I noticed too, that they're wearing flip flops. And you're dragging a big animal like that in the boat with flip flops. You better get your feet out of the way. That's I know Eric when when he landed that fish, That's even in this picture of Eric's fish, ever. Oh,
0: absolutely, it is.
2: All I could, all I, could, I kept saying when Eric dragged it helped me drag that wahoo. That took two of us to drag that wahoo in the boat Dang that we right. caught. I mean, it weighed over seventy five pounds. Yeah. And when it dropped in the boat, first thing I said to Eric Man, is, get, "Get out of the way! Get your way. feet out of the way! Get out of the way!" Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was flopping all over the place, and bloods going everywhere, and I mean, they got teeth like a razor, Oh, yeah. buddy.
3: And 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 here, how how in the world? does this fish stay with the boat for that many times? Hungry. Yeah, I, and, and here, like like I said, I've had
0: one do that. Okay, here, here's the other thing. And I didn't try to catch it.
3: Okay, take a look at that fish, and you tell me what you think. The, the length of that fish, that fish should actually weigh
0: more. I would think that's so, a, too. That's a
3: slender fish.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, I would think so, too. That's an
3: 86-pound fish, and, the, and that's not a thick fish. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that that's a skinny is, fish.
2: That fish is seven, 7, and a half feet long. Yeah. yeah it's a long fish. Yep. A Typically a fish that is that long, a Wahoo, that one would be ninety pounds. 100, yeah. 100 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. A, that's
0: awesome. I I agree. Yeah. I'll mean, I
2: tell you what, I saw kind of weird stuff this week, man.
0: Man, it was. There, there's there's no question. I hit a
2: wave yesterday running offshore, and I bet thirty flying fish came yeah. out of it. And I'm not talking little ones, I, I'm talking like ten inches, ten, twelve inches. They 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 And collect, I was like, look at it looked like a flock of silver cool.
0: birds They're, flying they look across like the water. Yep. Was there a bunch of seaweed offshore.
2: It was all over the
4: place.
0: Yeah, it's terrible. Yep. Yep, that's why Chris, I, have
3: you ever seen a flying fish? I have not seen a flying. Oh. Fish. It literally they look like flying fairies. It's just oh, amazing. Sure. Yeah, when, cool. the, when the light hits them, you know, in yeah. like in early morning and the light hits them, it's beautiful. Sparkles.
2: They're they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> He's got all kind of you know, you should have been a sound effects guy, you know. I was One a production you sound director like for a Homer long time. Simpson, and then you sound like... Uh, no, I sound like Homer Simpson's
1: dad, dad Sh- yeah. Sheldon Cooper. Uh, who? Yeah, what is it? The Bing Bag theory? Oh, I, I, the the Bean Bag theory? No, that's the Big Bang theory. I said the Big Bang theory. Okay. You said beanbag no, theory. No, I said Big Bang. <laughs> bang just your hearing aid, old man. <laughs> All
2: right, well,
0: we got to
3: take a break. Yep. Because Chris is not keeping us to schedule. So, oh, no. sorry. It's his fault. And if you You're like Talking to about Flying us, Fish is fair. It's, it's exciting. This morning 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. CNH Marine Construction if you've got a backyard that needs a little bit of bulkhead work okay and it might have multiple tiers of bulkhead yeah, need to be done CNH Marine Construction can handle anything. Now if you want a boardwalk nature trail through a, a little wetlands area CNH Marine they can, Construction they can do that docks boat houses bulkheads anything CNH Marine Construction can handle it all and welcome back to the Nemec Chevrolet Outdoor Show, the uh, the story on the wahoo we just talked about with Fred and John, in which they landed a wahoo offshore, you know in that eight to twelve mile range, with a monofilament leader after the wahoo 8, eight mullet on jig heads, yeah. so landed hard. it on the ninth.
0: That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's, so that's
3: one of the coolest that, that's stories absolutely ever. Absolutely amazing. And you said that you've had a wahoo stay around your boat like that before? I, I,
0: I did. This was uh, four or five years ago, and um, it was it was springtime, and I was flounder fishing.
3: Same kind of, same, kind of deal. Same
0: damn thing. And, and, and Did you have
3: a plot had, on the boat rigged up? This is up? so funny
0: because so, so as you're flounder fishing, obviously you'd catch another fish, right? We, we had a puppy shark on, and I reached over. To, to grab the shark behind the head, and I caught something out of the corner of my eye making a beeline. Uh oh! And I, beeline and so, towards you. Yeah. So yeah. I jumped up and let the because I thought it was a barracuda. Mm-hmm. You know. Will a barracuda eat a shark like that? I don't know. Okay. I I, I you know I all I know was I saw something. So you're out. unhooking a shark. I'm unhooking yes. a shark. Okay. Yeah. And 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 I see the, it and I and I let go and I look up and I'm like and, and the it's crystal clear. Okay. There's not a cloud in the sky and it was dead slick comp and the fish was literally like a kobe it just it's when she got in the sun i went oh my god big one huge 100 plus oh 100 plus and and i'm like and she just so what she was doing is probably doing the same thing that that one was doing whenever you release something a sea bass freebie yeah you know so so she's eating you know whatever we were throwing out there and i obviously i had pokies on the boat and uh all of the guys were like you, you got to throw something out. There. You got to hook it, and I'm like, what? You, <laughs> what? What do you want? I mean, I, I got, I got my little spinning rod. So
3: you got, you got nothing. For, no, I got
0: nothing. I got for she, that kind of. A fish. She stayed, yeah, for that kind of a fish. She stayed around for seven, eight minutes. Just kept circling the boat. Wow, it was unbelievable. Huh. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And,
3: and when I was talking about seeing something come up, have you guys ever seen or heard of a wahoo eating?
2: Like a shark or or a barracuda that you throw back. No, I've but, never seen it. No, I mean I'm, I, I imagine it's possible. Yeah, but I've never seen that. Yeah, but but I mean that's the only one I've, I've not seen, seen a lot of
3: wahoo. Have you guys have you guys ever caught a shark and then had another shark come yes. up and eat it?
0: Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes, in okay. a second, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah.
3: Have you ever had a shark come up or a barracuda come up and eat a shark? No,
2: no. But no. I've seen but, sharks eat barracuda. This yeah, I think that will happen. I
4: yeah, mean, just they're just they're just about-
2: but. I mean, in 40 years of fishing out there, until the last year or two, I never saw that. Never. Ever. Never. I, I, never, never saw, saw sh- what? Never saw a shark hit a cuda. Never. Ever. I've never seen anything. Until when? Until the last Until the last years. two years. Really?
0: Absolutely. hundred. 100- Kirk's
2: 100%. I mean, and, and well, I, mean, I hooked the- one this week. It was probably 25, 30 pounds. One of those big old giants. 25-pound barracuda? Yeah. Easy. Yeah. And got it halfway to the boat, and here comes a bull shark, and he just crushed, the it. crushed it. the barracuda. Crushed it. Huh? And then we How had he- the bull shark. He was eight, nine feet long. Yeah. He looked like a mini shark. Yeah, down I mean, there.
0: We, we, we talked about this last, last weekend. You know, I've I've never had a shark eat a, a cobia ever.
2: Yep. And for the last you know, two Mike years, crazy. you
0: can't get one to the boat. You can't get him in. Huh?
2: Yeah. We caught one cobia yesterday, and the second one came up, hooked it, and had it up on the surface for a you, while. You were bottom fishing. Yep. Yep. Okay. And start chumming. Cobia comes up. Cobia okay. comes up with off the wreck must have been 10 of them. 10 of them came up. 10 of them? Oh, yeah. Ten. How big? Anywhere from, I'd say, 40 to 25 pounds. All Good. legal fish. All, all legal fish. Wow. Woo, and I'm buddy. freaking out. I'm running around the boat looking for a pitch rod. And I grab a pitch rod, pitch a bait. So we get, we get one about 25, 35 pounds on. We're bringing it to the boat. As soon as it comes up, I look down. I see the shark, and I gaff it and sling it in the boat.
3: Oh, gosh. Gaff the you shark?
2: Know? No, oh, no, Bucopia. no, cobia, and, and blood's going everywhere, and those oh, guys Lord. are going, you didn't get it in the box. I said, no, I want that other fish. <laughs> I said, pitch the rod, pitch it, pitch it, pitch it, pitch it, and he pitches it, and he eats it, and he goes down, and as soon as he goes down, I'm just shaking my head going, ah, oh, that was bad, that's bad. Shark going to get him. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. He, he had him on for like 20 minutes, and all of a sudden, it stopped, and then it starts smoking. And he goes, God, that, that Kobe got big, bigger. And I said, No, that Kobe is dead. Yeah, that Kobe got bigger. <laughs> that, yeah. that Kobe's got, sucks. That Kobe yeah, is he dead. Bigger. He got a lot bigger. He's yeah. fish food. Yep. And you're going, Nah, you're kidding. I said, Thumb that spool, just thumb it. Yep. You know, and and the the, 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 the sharks this year and last year.
0: Yes, yes, it's it's crazy. They'll eat anything. Mm. Yep. 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 So I had to do the old...
2: It's just interesting, uh, well, you know, the things
3: that you see oh, yeah. <laughs> offshore like that. And it's and it's interesting because you talk about these predator species. I mean, everything's a predator. I mean, because everything feeds on something smaller, right? Right. But when you start talking about sharks and barracuda and how they interact with other fish, I mean, it's kind of interesting to, to hear your observations and how and and why has it changed in the last couple of years? I,
0: it's absolutely changed. And I mean, last year I had that Goliath come up and <laughs> suck a barracuda right off the top. I've how seen that was, too. I've never. I've, oh, you oh, see video of that? Yeah. Oh, dude, uh, it's it, it. was like I would love. Low, I would I mean, love just, to see just, that. Yeah.
3: I would put that that up there. Yeah. with Seeing a great white when me, Kirk, and Steve were offshore, and we had that. 14-foot great white circling the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to see a Goliath grouper come up and eat like a four-foot shark right at the boat they, or something. They, you know? they,
0: they, they're, they're so prevalent right now. I mean, <sighs> there's so many places that, that we cannot fish simply because of the Goliaths and the sharks. Well, you know. I mean, we never had anything eat barracudas. Yep. I mean, never. Anyway, cudas were always. And the, it's like the, and they it's, were always like the king. And we don't eat them. No, exactly. We don't eat them. Do some people eat them? Some people do. I'm
3: yeah. not a big fan. It's a stinky fish, it's, right? It's awful. Where does the stink come from? It's
0: there's slime. There's slime.
3: The slime. Oh,
2: it's, it's, it's almost it's, a, a metallic smell. So if you it's, pressure it's, it's,
3: washed them, <laughs>
2: you, then you could yeah. probably, but you know what? Not get grossed out. If you fillet one out, I, the meat is beautiful. I, I've heard that, it, and I've eaten it, and, and it's pretty good. You liked it? It was good. Yeah, but I just can't get back past the metallic smell when I'm. Them. them yeah and then i always worry about the cicatera. yeah exactly you know you get that which it, is
3: they say that uh, any like barracuda over what what is it is it a size thing that they say or is it just if, if you get it, the it is slime. a size thing i think no, kevin's right sl- <laughs> kevin's right it's i'm a just size wondering thing. i mean if you you know yeah, like no. if if you lick a barracuda would you get Where where's the cigatera come from
2: <laughs> I don't know, it'd be like licking one of those frogs. I just, I ain't doing it. I'm sorry. Or, or, I am or, not licking a barracuda. Or, or,
0: or a catfish, you know, one or the other. <laughs> That's a stuff. Hey, hey, yo.
2: hey, Mikey, try this. <laughs> hey, man, your tongue's turning purple right there. You're, you're looking a little cross-eyed. Yeah. Seriously,
0: though, where does the cigatera come from? It, from- it comes from them eating reef fish. Like okay. parrotfish. Like a parrotfish okay. or something. And, Which and, is- and the reason that they say if you eat the small ones, most of the small ones haven't been around reef fish. They haven't
2: eaten enough reef fish to get it.
0: Or, or they, they, they they migrate.
2: Yeah, something okay. to do, because the parrotfish right. eat the coral. Right. They eat the coral. And something to do with the parrotfish eating the coral and then the barracuda eating, eating the, the parrotfish. Right. Fish
0: okay. And eating lots I of mean, them. I the, mean, the chances of it are probably slim and none. Yeah, but know? I don't want to risk it. No, me neither. Because I've heard yeah, that I, that's I, wicked. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Yeah. Yeah, but but
2: well, I have had, had it, and it's a pretty good fish to eat. Yep. It's just a, the metallic smell. How did smell. you have it? Fried? Um, I think we, no, I think we just, I think we grilled it. Like a grilled grilled yeah. Garlic butter, yeah. And you couldn't tell it from a piece of dolphin. Honestly, it was that good. I'm serious. Yeah, uh,
0: they stink. Yeah, they, they're terrible. They just stink. Yeah. Well, I'll
2: never forget that day. It, I don't know how many years ago when yeah, Kevin we, and I we, came in and we did a two boat charter. I caught all <laughs> yeah, the kingfish. And he goes, Man, I had a hell of a day, man. It was awesome. He said they were swimming all, man, around, they the were boat. all around the boat. And <laughs> Kevin goes, You mind if I look at them? And I'm standing right there tying my boat up. And we both kind of walk down there. And, and the guy opens the cooler and Kevin leans in. He's, he looks back at me and he, oh, he smiles.
0: This, 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 this rich, just caught my nose i was like oh my god had sir. a freaking cooler and, full and, of them and, buddy and and, and and argued with the guy oh no i'm from the west coast See, these are kingfish over there well uh, you might call them kingfish but nope,
2: then, <laughs> you got some kudos buddy
0: can you eat them i <laughs> <laughs> I'm like if you want to <laughs> was, I had some 40 pounders oh in he there was though, it, man. the cooler was full yeah, there
2: yeah. must have been seven or eight of them in there i was like oh look at all wow. those kudos man i just
3: got an old picture sent to me
2: yeah that's jimbo conky
3: and auto,
0: in auto, yep, sure is. Uh,
3: Otto just sent me pictures. Said, uh, what, what's that's got to be? What is that? Eighties? Oh yeah, nineteen eighties. Yeah. And uh, they're holding. What are they
0: holding? Those are wahoo. Those are wahoo, right? Yeah. Man, oh, uh, like 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 they've been sitting on the deck for three like, hours. Yeah,
4: so I almost <laughs> look like a kingfish. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's yum! Awesome.
0: That yum. That's yum. Oh. Hey.
3: Anyway, all right, we got to take a break. Yeah, uh, sorry, we we're talking about a picture you can't see. I know that's like sucks for radio. It's right? Excellent radio yeah. is what that is. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, hey, uh, stack 'em storage still got their deal going on for a buck. That's right. You, buck. you if if you if you want them to come get your trailer if the HOA whoever's just driving you crazy and you need to put your trailer somewhere, stack 'em storage will come pick it up. And, and listen, it for the first month it's a dollar. It's a dollar. Is no, it, no know, contracts. contracts, no nothing. Mm. Go to stackmstorage.com. Best part is
3: they check your trailer out and yeah, you know, do a five point inspection for a dollar. For <laughs> fix it if need be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, deal. Yeah, I bet you there's some people out there going, hey, <clears throat> you know that old trailer I got? Yeah, Let's see We'll put it in there for a dollar and then take it home. It. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll keep it. I'd like to join us here this morning, nine zero four six four one ten ten right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. The, uh, you know, we were talking about the uh, Wahoo earlier yes. that uh, Fred and John caught, that uh, this Wahoo 8, eight circle hook jig heads with mullet on it, and then eventually caught it with the ninth because they had monofilament leader, and uh, the picture that Auto sent of those two wahoo. He said uh, they were they sight casted those two wahoo as well. He said they were very similar. Sixty five feet of water had spinning gear, no leader, and were able to land the two of them. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Cool story. But then I texted him back. What year was that? Because Auto actually has hair that uh, uh is not gray at all, and you know has this uh, nineteen seventies eighties Tom Selleck mustache working.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what year did he say he hasn't said oh, okay, yet. All right, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out yeah. so anyway
3: uh let's go to the phone lines and bring up the man who was able to to get my son a tarpon before he goes back to school thank you very much mr chip wingo oh
5: you're welcome your son is incredible at throwing that fly rod unfortunately three and a half later hours later we decided to go try to throw bait at one <laughs> so it was uh it was fun that was a big fish too and uh i think he was probably a little bit sore um the next day he was
3: know. totally sore because uh yesterday we went fishing and uh when he when he comes over in the morning and he's like man dad i'm really sore I'm like what's wrong he goes, my biceps <laughs> and he goes in my in my groin where that butt of the rod was going right, in he's he yeah. i'm really sore and he goes like that all the time and i so then I quickly told him the story about Kevin, you and Parker in the afternoon when you guys 13?
0: 11 for 17. 11
3: for 17. Yeah. I told him like 13. I couldn't remember yeah. the exact yeah. number. And he's like, You're kidding me. I'm like,
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, Parker caught six and I caught five. 11 and, for 17 and, and, and in the afternoon one, on tarp. And my last one, my fifth one was a 170 plus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd have been done for a couple days. Yeah. It oh, was, yeah. That'll put you down. Yeah, but it, it was, was an epic.
0: Epic day! You know what? It, 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 I I went back and found all that footage. Well, I've got both you still of, got it. I got both of those shows, and it is incredible. I mean, the awesome. shots that we got that day, um, we made two shows out of it. it. It it is amazing. Absolutely, you know that's old equipment. You need to put that on YouTube. I need to put that on YouTube. I will do outdoor show I, I, YouTube. I, right, then, I will. Then people. Eat that up, yeah, yeah, because it's it's amazing. All right, so
3: Chip, uh, this was uh, last Sunday. We meet Chip at uh, Beach Marine, you know, six thirty ish, I think, and uh, hop in the boat. We got Angie subs, we got some drinks, you know, and
0: wind blowing northeast. Uh, yep. yeah, northeast. Okay. Yep, uh, yep.
3: And and we head north, and I don't want to get too specific where we went because that's chip spots. And uh, Chip, when we got there, the mullet were moving, and they were, they were blown up. But the problem is, it'd be here and it'd be there, yep. and then it'd be over there, and then over there. But there was one little spot where we thought they were kind of a little bit consistent. And Chip, I can't believe we didn't catch one there.
5: Yeah, I can't believe we didn't put one in the air there at least. Um, and it would have been interesting if we ran up current because we'd have never gotten through there. But. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was starting, and I thought it was going to be a lot better this week. I did see a lot of mullet, but they were real tight on the beach, you know. And we we've jumped a few fish this week in like six to eight feet of water, um, tarpon that were just crashing bait in there. So it's it's been fun. It was always it's always good to see Kirk out there too. Um, the Admiral comes by, and you know he knows where the pogies are, so we just slide <laughs> in behind Kirk and and get
2: paid. Yeah, I'm glad. I know Chris had a good time yesterday, too. I could, I could see the smile on his face. That's a couple of nice fish yeah, that we y'all got. Yeah, we had to work
5: for that yesterday. We had to work for it. I mean, we ran um, from we ran down, went almost to the pier, and then went all the way up off of uh, the Omni. Wow. Uh, came back, and, uh, you know, it's it's a mission when I get out there to do my best to try to put somebody on one. You know, burn a lot of fuel, but you know, it's worth it at the end of the day. Yeah. So, so by, by the way,
3: the, the boat that Chip has, that's a really nice one. It yeah, is that's a, nice a pretty boat, boat Chip. It yeah, really is. What is, is nice it again, boat. Chip?
5: It's a 24 Seaborn FX Bayboat.
3: I and mean, I've never heard of that, uh, but really, I mean, you talk
5: casting deck, it's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah I've yeah, seen it yeah, yeah, before. It's yeah, a pretty boat. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. um, well, Bay sold them for a is, while. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a couple of charger caps that have it. That casting deck up front is huge, huge, absolutely huge,
5: yeah. Yeah, it It makes it it nice for fly fishing, you know, which I
2: still like to do. I was surprised uh, when I came in yesterday. You (laughs) looked up, and I was like, everybody's going, what are those people doing right there? And I started laughing. I said, they're all tarpon fishing. They're all lined up right there waiting for them.
0: Oh, at it, 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 the end of the rocks. Yeah. yeah okay. and,
2: I, and then I looked at the very end, and there's Chip, and he started waving at me, yeah, and I waved uh, back. And I was like, God, oh, they're still trying to get one, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chip, uh,
3: don't forget I have your – and I meant to give it to Dylan, and I apologize for not giving it to him, but I've got your new fish ruler, the little foam thing uh, for you. for the front. Yeah, so uh, whenever I see you the next time, I'll get it to you. Yep, I
5: appreciate that very much. Hey, real quick, yesterday, um, you guys – When we hooked that fish up for Chris, um, it ran under another guy's boat, jumped behind it. (laughs) And then in the meantime, the guy's name is Payam. He's an excellent tarpon fisherman. I see him out there all the time. He was stuck in the rocks on the bottom. Well, our fish went under his boat, jumping behind his boat, gets on his line. And I'm like, this fish is gone. You know, but the fish comes back towards us, pulls his line out of the rocks. And he was able to reel his up, and then we were able to continue to fight the fish. It was crazy, you know. <laughs> and it, it, luckily, it wasn't a you know hundred pound plus fish. It was you know in the sixty pound range, but it was just nuts. I'm like, really, all day, and now we're going to get hung up in something. But it ended up being really good. So,
3: yeah, when you uh, land right, one right, like top top, that, up, that's yep. that. There's a lot of luck involved.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's it's always it seems like they're going to find something where they get under the boat, like Dylan's fish the other day stayed under the boat. So I've got the motor in reverse and the trolling motor going one way, working them both at the same try- time, trying to spin him up or her up. And, uh, it's, it just, you know, they're smart fish. I think when they get under the boat, they know, you know, just stay right under here. Maybe we'll cut off, but anyway, so, it, was, so it was a lot of fun.
3: So it was last Sunday that we went with yep. Chip and so we're done, you know, and we're heading back. And I, I never have imagined our waterways looking as congested as what we saw. Yeah, Sunday You're coming. You talking about back. boats? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh,
0: it's crazy, isn't it?
2: Weekends are <sighs> unreal.
3: Oh my
0: god! Why do you think we don't fish on weekends anymore? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've you know I've never been mm-hmm. around Fort the, George area, Fort George, Sisters Creek, Little Jetties, those oh, yeah, areas. Oh that's the party ground a right there now. Yeah. Oh.
2: Mike, Everybody goes to Fort George yeah. party on the sandbars. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And here's the other part.
3: People don't
2: have a clue. Oh, yeah.
3: They don't know what they're doing. You just
0: figured that out?
3: I'm, <laughs> I mean, I knew it was kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. But you people know, I- don't understand the rules of the road. The nope. jet skiers are just stupid. They are
0: way stupid. I'm telling you, 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 you better always, if, if you're following one, you better keep an eye because he will turn, stop, do something
2: crazy right in front of you. Oh yeah. yeah. The conversations I have with some of the FWC officers at the boat ramp when I'm cleaning fish and stuff they see out there, I just turn laugh. There and is he, uh, you know? there's
3: there's a uh, person, company, entity that I follow on Instagram. Do you guys are on Instagram, right? Yeah. Okay. Have, do you follow the qualified captain? I do. <laughs>
2: I only follow the outdoor show. That's it. I That's mean, it. the stuff you see, some of those fools do,
3: and and Chip, I'm telling you, you could make that little stretch on the weekends
2: that you we see went through. The picture, through. Of the guy, the kid, bow surfing, bow surfing on the on a, boat, on a moving
3: boat, bow on a moving surfing, boat
2: and the boat's bouncing. And so, and so it, folks, but, if you don't understand what oh bow surfing gosh. is,
3: it's it's for dummies. Okay, these younger folks, this the boat's moving. Okay, a boat has a prop. Yep. And these people are trying to stand up on the bow, the front of the boat, like a surfboard.
2: And then they're falling off. He fell off the bow of the boat, and the boat ran over him.
3: Ran over him. Okay? didn't get cut up by the prop, luckily. Another guy got a guy sitting up front, and his buddy comes up from behind him. And they're filming it because they think it's funny. Yeah. And the boat's moving. And his buddy pushes his up. You know, he pushes his buddy off the front of the boat into the water, Mm -hmm. and the boat runs over him. Yeah. But fortunately, he didn't get cut by the prop. Folks, if you want to follow and see how stupid Stupid. some people are, okay, when it comes to boating, follow the qualified captain on Instagram because you will sit there and go, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable.
5: Anyway. Yeah, if you see a boat coming down the intercoastal with its fenders hanging out, steer clear also
3: yeah right <laughs> the, the right. bumpers oh yeah yeah, Somebody yeah, going yeah, to, yeah yeah he calls them fenders fenders yeah. bumpers yeah, which yeah, are okay. folks that are the uh the inflatable things when you pull up next to a dock to protect the boat from banging up against a dock or some kind of you know uh, immovable force or next to another boat you tie up to a boat you put these inflatable cushion just, things bumpers yeah. or
2: fenders to cushion the two being tied together common sense is not common but I'm just telling Chip Agreed. thank you very you much, know? Chip,
3: and appreciate it. You're and right. and uh Dylan had a ball and he loved fishing with you and and uh, Chip and Dylan man are just like, you know, like yeah, two, yeah, yeah, yeah. two women.
0: And he just wow. You do all that for him and he calls you a woman. Wow.
3: No, it was awesome though. It was awesome listening to I mean they just they got along great.
5: It was cool. Great. Yeah, ask him about my cast net then if he's gonna go there, so Oh I I
3: I I saw him, we're trying to catch some uh, some mullet. Yeah, and, and and I throw the cast net. Uh-oh. Chip was on the back and he was throwing. I said I'll throw. So I get on the back and and you I throw. And no, I landed it right on top of the school of mullet. It Uh-oh. was it was a good throw. When I start pulling the net, I didn't get any. I'm like, that well, gum I, I yeah. didn't let the net Uh-oh. sink. So the next time school comes by, I throw the net and I let it sink.
0: uh Oh. Bye-bye, Net. Bye-bye, Net. Oh, no. Oh. Rocks. <laughs> yes, yeah, shit got all
3: tore up, yeah. so, oh. Uh, oh. so I owe Chip it's a cast all- net. Oh, gosh. Oh. Man,
5: it's all good. It's all good. I was, that's why I was, you know, as soon as the cast net hit, I was pulling it back fast. But it's.
3: Yeah, it is what it is. That spot's pretty gnarly right there. Oh yeah, and I I was just like, oh man, sorry Chip, you guys, just
0: just 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 add it to the invoice. Yeah, that's right.
3: Thank you, Chip. Thanks, buddy.
5: See you guys. All
3: right, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and don't forget, folks, if you need a tire, Tire Outlet has locations all around Jacksonville for a tire. That uh, you think that they don't make any more tires of, they have it. They a tire out, I can tell you that. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 1010. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, and they can help your job site and business and your bottom line. Go to LVHIRS.com to learn more. This week's gear tip comes from the man we just talked
0: to. Yes, it does.
3: Captain Chip Wingo, and it's called a Barracuda Tackle Magnet, and I saw this thing in action. It's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, and it and, and- Kirk, you do not have one of these. No. Wow, a, that you're is jealous. A shock. Yeah, no kidding. No. He's gonna
3: go buy five of them. <laughs> no, I don't. It's a uh, uh, essentially, it's a kind of piece of plastic, mm-hmm. and it attaches to your console, so you can put it uh, on a on a surface that's not necessarily flat. Right. And it has magnets, so it can hold. A set of pliers, it can hold hooks, it can hold uh, lures, it can hold whatever you want it to hold this metal. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you got a little piece of space on your console or somewhere on your boat that's kind of wasted space and you want to utilize it, put one of these Barracuda tackle magnets there and, and, and,
0: and it and, works great. And, and I'm looking at this and I'm going, why would you need that? And then when I started, when I see this picture, I'm like, this happens to me every day. Where yeah. all of a sudden at the end of the day, I look up on my dash and I got wire I got and hooks wire. and treble and, hooks. Exactly. I'm guilty you, you know, you do. You got jig heads all yep. up there, and, and at the yep. end of the day, you're trying to it's organize it. Saw Bonita
2: and needed a spoon. Yes, and yes,
0: exactly. Now I
2: need a hook because I you need know, a pitch I'm, rod. I'm thinking, this
0: is genius. This is crazy. This is, I mean, this is something it's that great I'm going to have on my yeah, boat. it's a great
2: idea. Yeah. Just don't put it near your compass. And definitely don't put it near your GPS. Don't lay it near the one of those. No, 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 no. It'll goof up yeah, your that's, compass. Uh, that's now. true. That's yeah,
3: very the, true. the uh, when I when I got in Chip's boat, I, I was talking about how impressive the whole front cast. I mean, the boat's great. Yeah, I mean, great boat, and uh, lots of room up front, uh, very comfortable console, and he's got his uh, bucket there. And, and I've always been a big fan of accessories for five gallon buckets because I'm. Oh, yeah. I mean, five-gallon bucket can be anything you want it to be. Sure. That's right. And I think Hagen's going to start looking at maybe putting these five-gallon bucket centers in place because there's so many things you can get for a five-gallon bucket. Well, Chip has a five-gallon bucket with the trash opening on the top with the little slit, so you can push the trash in there.
0: Which we use that for a gear tip. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is awesome.
3: The one thing that Chip needs to get, though, you remember the things that Steve has, Kirk, on the bottom of his five-gallon bucket? Yeah, the rings. That, They're these rubber them. rings. We've done it for a gear tip in uh-huh. the past as well. Now, yeah. that's the only thing that he needs to add to that five-gallon bucket. Then it won't move around. Mm-hmm. It uh, You don't need to put water in it. It's not going to scuff up the deck and yep. slide and... But, uh, yeah, I mean, those little gadgets like that that you can add for a boat, I mean, a lot of times people sit there and go, oh, it's just a gadget. Well, sometimes gadgets are pretty doggone cool.
0: Yeah, uh, there's no question gadgets can make your day a whole lot easier. Oh, yeah. Yep.
3: And that's your LV Hires Inc. Gear to Week. Go to lvhiers.com to learn more.
0: Mm. Had to use the old hookout trick yesterday. Buried one in my hand.
3: Oh no! Yeah, is that what the band aids for? Yeah, that's what the band aids uh, for? Now, you know, how knew did there was there
2: when you kind of lifted your hand?
0: Yeah, it, it
3: it's so, so r- just real quick. Let me yep. just give people an idea. The hook out trick that Kevin's referring to. There's a way I to remove video hooks it. Yeah. from flesh.
2: Right. Yep, that's that sixty to hundred pound mono. I prefer yeah. the hundred pound mono because yeah. you know it won't break. So
0: it was our first bite. It was our first fish. And everybody's excited, right? Trouble hook. And and and, and we get the we get it. It was partially my fault, but we get the fish right up to the next to the boat. And I told the guy, I said the fish is foul hooked, so he's he's doing real tight circles. Mm-hmm. I said, don't put a lot of pressure on him, and, and and he did. And the fish was up the surface, and I went to grab it, and the hook came out, and the rod was doubled over, and I mean it just buried into my finger. You know? so jerk your hand up. Well, I, I, so I, first No, thing, I'm saying did the. the, the oh yeah, pull, oh, 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 oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He only had about. Two.
3: So he set the
0: hook oh, yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah.
3: So unintentionally, yeah. of
0: course. Unintentionally, yeah. yeah. So, so I grabbed the rod tip first thing, you know, and I'm like, I, I'm like, look, the hook that, that that hook went in me. He's like, what? I said, get, yeah. I said, somebody I somebody get a
2: knife and cut that I, line. I said,
0: I said, it's it's buried. No, I, you know, they just immediately went to the other. They get white. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh god, you know. I mean, they're thinking we got to go in, you know. And, and when, when people see that, yeah. some
3: people are—they literally. Yeah, they they they, they get they, weak in the stomach. They get squeamish. Yeah. They get flush. their yeah. their skin turns white. Yeah. They're like, oh.
0: Yeah, you know, and and, and I said, um, I said, hand me hand me those pliers, you know, on the, on the dash right there. I mean, I was, you know, I mean, this has happened to me numerous times, you know. Mm-hmm. So so I clipped the wire. And um, they're like, dude, what are you gonna do? And I said, I, I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it out. Are you, are you gonna push it through? No, I'm not gonna push it through. And so I, I reach up and I, I grab my 80 pound yep. fluorocarbon and I mm-hmm. cut off a foot piece, you know,
2: and, and I loop. stick
0: it through there. And they're like, dude, you're not gonna snatch that thing. And I boom, and that, that hook went about 10 feet out in the water. And they're like,
2: wow, that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> yeah, you know?
4: yeah. Yes. And it,
0: it really was. In a, in a, in a when I say that, in a, in a perfect spot to go in because it it it, it went in my finger. And I was able to to uh, to push the, the eye of the down loop, with your thumb. Yeah, down with my thumb, you know, so I could so I could snatch it out, you know. And that's that's the key, folks. Whenever you, if you YouTube this, and I should have videotaped it. You yeah. should have. Yeah, I really should have. Um, and, and I. And well, I you should have had
2: somebody else.
0: Oh, I don't think they could have done that. Video. Yeah. No. <laughs> I've
2: that. had people do that too. I go, look, I need you to pull a loop because I can't do it. It's in a funny angle, and they right. go. Oh, I I can't do that. <laughs> I'm going. No, yeah. you do, you can do it. Yeah. No, I, I can't. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I can't do that.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it it really was. It was buried in a in in the right spot, and you know when I I put bleach on it, and then when I got home, put polysporin on it. It's sore this morning, but it's not. Um, yeah. You know it's it. That's a pretty damn neat trip. Everybody needs. It to is awesome. Un- it works. Understand that that the, how to get a hook out of you.
3: Can uh, um have you ever done that to
2: yourself, Kirk?
3: It's I've hard got it. to do it yourself. I've done though. it isn't once it? to
2: myself. I've done it a
3: dozen it, times. It's, to myself. it's easy if you can use your thumb. Yeah, and hold the hook somewhere because you were on your pointing finger. Yep, yeah. and so you probably were able to press the yeah. hook down. With, yeah, you got to push the, your I was. thumb. was it was, in a, it was in a, But now, if if it was hooked on the outside of your pinky on the same hand, that would have been you would have had a hell of a time I, trying to do. I, it I got it yourself. one out of my
0: face. I got a jig head buried in my well, face. Well,
3: then you then you could use both hands. Yeah, you could use both hands. Yeah. But it,
0: it was hard getting it through there and trying to figure out which way the hook was Did you doing. use a mirror? I did not. I just, I, I, I figured out how you to You should have just went with head.
4: the piercing for a while. And,
0: and by the way, I, this was, the, I had, I'll never forget this. This was a kid's 16th birthday, and it was him and his buddy. It was just the two of them. Uh-huh. And the, I almost had to take them in they were they were like oh my god i, mean, I buried it almost to where really? i could feel it with my tongue uh, you know I oh, mean, uh, yeah. oh yeah yeah he, 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 huh. he i tell he, you he 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 he, he was um, reeling too fast and a bluefish it went to to hit it you know like a jig head and he yeah. jerked it and and he, and he jerked it what right in my face man i was like oh god
2: it's like a wet spitball yeah. and, yeah. and i'm and surprised anywhere.
3: I, i'm yep. surprised i haven't
0: hooked myself because oh. the yeah. way i set the, the hook you know yeah the the, the I've had some bad ones. The Worst one was with Brother James. Um, um, this I got, I got hooked
3: in a parking lot of a Hooters one time. With bet a bet you can't. Show? bet you can
2: claim <laughs> you Never oh, had that, oh, happen. Oh, that.
1: Shut me up. No, no, are Hey, That's hey kind of Jeff, we're about. Jeff, this is n- <laughs> yeah. not that kind of show. No, yeah. I'm dead serious, yeah.
3: and, and and I'm not just not trying to say that this oh, something else happened. I mean, I we, literally me and and Smitty, Mike Smith, huh? okay, the Jaguars' former defense coordinator, were in the parking lot, and he was had his rod out and then uh we were looking at him cuz he got a new rod oh. reel combo. <laughs> Man, that- <laughs> easy Chris, okay? And somehow he pulled he pulled the combo and hooked me. Yep. And he was like your your teenage yep. kids that were on your boat. I yep. mean, he was like oh my god oh, yeah, that'll believe yeah. a mark yeah and i was like it's okay we'll get it out and he's i like, oh, can we'll see get you get calling 911 yeah. oh, where I'm... you
1: at i'm in a hooters parking
2: lot and Dan, oh.
1: yeah did that's great so did, you did we're use... in the yeah. hooters okay. parking lot yeah. and he had his rod out yeah. and yeah easy yeah. yeah. chris yeah. 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 and i and he got easy but i i
3: had i had to i had because it was in a kind of a weird spot i couldn't pull the string yeah and so i had somebody else pull the string
0: yeah and, and it's not pull
3: no and i told him i yeah. said if you, if you if you don't pull, if you I'm pull gonna, this I'm gently yeah. I'm, I'm gonna knock you out right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you gotta snap yeah it. you gotta you yeah. gotta snatch
0: it yeah so you, 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 you gotta
3: like let it go. when you pull it you think you're trying to snatch out the tablecloth out from underneath yeah. the glass pile and tablecloth weighs right. 100 pounds yep. jerk the hell out of it yeah yeah
0: yeah you do they it did. Did. It, it'll it'll come out but so that, that 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 one the one with with Schulte was really bad because it was a it was a ribbon fish rig with the kingfish still on it. Uh, yeah, that was that one that one was and it took me two snatches to get that one out. Um, and then the other one was, um, this one was really bad and it was on me. But I, I you know, this is why I hate throwing. Artificials, treble hooks, but catching yeah, Spanish mackerel, well, yeah, you know, you. and and it was a little top water plug with three trebles on it, and I went to grab the the the, the Spanish by, behind the head, and he snatched around and and got that hook in me, and he was still wiggling, and I'm trying to I'm trying mm, to hold him as that hurts, you know, and and now you why can't, are you hooked, you can't yeah. you, you you can't pull the hook out of his mouth because it's making it go deeper in you, mm. you know, when you're just standing there like man I'm. I'm hooked to this fish, mm. and i got to figure out how I'm going to make this happen. You know, and, and literally had to cut the hook, the front hook off out of its mouth, and then, and then try to— How did you do that? With the uh,
3: cutters. And it can, well, what would, now, here's, here's yeah. a serious question. What would you have done if you didn't have a pair of dikes, a pair of cutters you know, that you couldn't I, cut I,
0: that I, way? I, I would have had to bury it deeper in me to get some slack on that front hook to, to get it out. That would suck. Oh, that would really suck.
2: <laughs> I tell you, my worst wow. was a couple years ago when I was fishing off the red tops and we caught a sailfish. And I went to, I had on gloves. And when I went to grab it, I pulled it up. The bill. And, it, and, and the hook he, was in the bill. It was in the bill. And he flipped and he dropped it right in the top yep. of my hand. Same and that thing, thing went tight. And I thing. was like, and the guy goes, that hook's in your hand. And I go, grab his tail. I yep. calmly said, grab him by the tail. We got to drag him in the boat. I said, I don't want to, but he's got to yep. come in the boat. We got to get this hook out of my hand. Yeah, that's And true. I had to do the same thing. You got to
3: make sure you got a pair of cutters on the boat because you remember the story years ago, and then we're going to take Boys. a break here in just a second about the uh, Spicoli, the first mate yep. on the boat that I was fishing down in Hawaii, and we uh-huh. had a wahi and uh-huh. had two, two hooks. One was in the fish, the other one hooked him behind the Achilles oh, tendon. Gosh. And then the captain, the lady oh, captain, did not have a pair of dykes to cut oh. the cable the wire between the two hooks and so this fish is flopping around the deck and nobody's and she's not doing anything, so I jump on the fish with a towel so that the thing stops yanking on the guy's Achilles with oh. the other hook. Oh.
0: Uh, and that, that, that doesn't even uh. compare to anything I've ever had. And she had to uh, uh, she had to just, dig
3: to find a pair of dykes to cut the, the- the connector between right. two
1: hooks. Oh man, I got the willies now.
3: Anyway, Ooh. Uh, let's take a break 904 641 1010. If you'd like to join us here this morning on the New Buick GMC Outdoor Show, and just a quick reminder that uh fall food plot season is right around the corner. Coastal Equipment has the equipment to put behind your tractor. And there's two locations one on New Kings Road and one in McClennie right off of I 10. Again, Coastal Equipment, go to the homepage of outdoorshow.com. Two S's back to back. Click on the Coastal Equipment link and and it'll take you right to their page, and you can talk to Mr. John Cassidy, Jr. to get the equipment that's right for you. And again, to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010. Hey,
0: folks, obviously, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, there's only one place to go, my favorite place. Well, I don't Cadillac. If you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle. Boy, I've had these conversations with with a lot of folks on my boat lately about trying to find pre owned vehicles. They've got them at Claude Don Cadillac, and, and and if they don't have exactly what you want, give them a couple three weeks. They'll find what you want at the right price. Claude Don Cadillac, located on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Thank Jeff. Oh my goodness. So we just uh, Andrew came by, and I don't know if everybody remembers. Last week we had a conversation. Uh, uh, about about rum cake, and it was a rum cake that I had at my, my parents', and I was like, oh my God, this is the best rum cake. Anyway, it made tra- a Traeger. It made it a Traeger, a s- yeah. Smoker. smoker. See, and that's weird. Which you can get at uh, Hagen Ace, by the way. That's true.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, I had a, a, a very strange encounter um, in Georgia this week. So Bigfoot? No. Is it, 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 this a long story? At- yeah, good go because ahead. it's yeah, going to give ahead. me time to eat yeah, this. The cake. Yeah, yeah, cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all take your pace. But so I, I was basically ninety percent of my time oh, spent. Wow. It's oh wow,
1: isn't it? yeah, oh wow. <laughs> I think you can get a buzz on eating this. Cake. Chris, can you eat this? <laughs> no, I cannot.
3: Oh, bummer. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know. I'm super sad.
0: So well, me too. Spent ninety percent of my time on the tractor mowing, <laughs> food plots, whatever. Roads, and the second to the last day on, on, on Tuesday morning, I I had to go to <coughs> the uh, go to goes down get smooth. some rum. <laughs> then I get a little rum goes down smooth. Wow!
4: <gasps>
3: I think I, can't I literally, Kirk. What do I have on my arm? Chills. Yeah, I got goosebumps. <laughs> that was like a shot of rum right there. Holy
0: cow! And so I had a food plot all the way in the northeast corner of my property, which is about a mile and a half, maybe two miles away, and and I have to go through um, Terry's cow pasture. And it's, you know, there's there's it's 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 a huge cow pasture, right? Well, I'm going down Terry's driveway, and I look out into the cow pasture. I'm gonna get drunk on this, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I see. You know, the cows are over the corner, but I, I, the, the grass is probably a foot tall. I see an animal just kind of poking its head up, looking over the grass. Really? Can you tell
3: what animal it is?
0: Well, at, at, at that point in time, I couldn't. As I got closer, I noticed it was a coyote. Oh, and, okay. And, and I thought, well, I'll be dead. And I, I'm on the tractor. I don't have any way of carrying a gun on the tractor.
3: Uh, You got a roof on your tractor? I do. Put put the the rod, the roof rack rifle holder in on your tractor.
0: Uh, Okay, kind of like what you do with life jackets? Uh, yeah, but okay. it,
3: they actually make these uh, rifle holder racks okay. that go into a, like a ceiling of a, or a cab of a truck or an ATV, and you can okay. put them on the inside of, or in, underneath the tractor, because your tractor roof is probably just like uh, expanded metal or yeah. aluminum, and you can put that rifle rack system up there. Okay, so, Best place for it.
0: Anyway, I— the, the, the coyote doesn't really spook they, they, off.
3: They're not scared of
0: tractors. No, they're not scared of tractors. And so I go down another 100 yards. Well, here's For the another, most one. part. Here's another one. There's two coyotes out in this field. And I'm like, Dad, gummit. So I took pictures. I videoed them. And I went and mowed my food plot. And I was gone an hour. And I come back. And they're still out there.
3: And I was wondering how you got pictures. You said, I shot two coyotes. And I, you sent him pictures
0: of two coyotes. I'm like, how in the hell did he get pictures yeah, of coyotes he shot? So I drive all the way back to the house. On and the tractor? On the tractor, mm-hmm. which is, you know, forever for Slow two, two months. Yeah, you yeah. know, I, I go back and I tell Carrie, I said, I said, there's two coyotes out in the damn cow pasture, you know, and I could see they were catching mice and stuff like that. They really didn't pay much attention to me. Uh-huh. So the only thing I had was my on shoots, my 22. Oh, well, that was, was super accurate. Yeah, super accurate, right? Yeah. So I get on the side-by-side, I get up, grab my rifle. I'm like,
3: surprised you didn't get back on the tractor.
0: <laughs> no. Well, I get on, yeah, I get on the side. You don't spook on it, right? I, dude, I, I I I have to open the gate back up, right? I hope, and I'm going down the driveway, and there's one still out there, 75 yards. That's and, a long
3: shot for a it's 22. A, it's a
0: long shot for a 22. Yeah, and unless you're Scott Parker, he he kind of looked at me, kind of quartering two, and I put it right on right in his jaw, right on the bingo, and just dumped him. Really? I, oh, I mean, dumped and the him. bullet hit. I don't know. Don't uh, know. Uh, uh, no, I didn't. So, I'm like, cool. I mean, you know, he's done. I looked down 100 yards, and the other one was still out there. Still there. So, I drive down the driveway, and he kind of, you know, he's bugging, and I give him a little whistle, and he looked up. I put it right there, dumped him. <laughs> two <laughs> like, for two. Two for two. And uh, for, for me – I, I'm not a rifle guy. I was. Uh, and both of them were about 75 yards. Yeah, but you know? you're a
2: pretty good shot. You know, so, I've shot with you. So I was you're a pretty good but shot.
0: But I, I you, you, saw the pictures that that I, that I sent you. You know, these were healthy coyotes. You know, but they just didn't have any problem with. You know, and then I text Terry. And I'm like, dude, I you know killed a couple of coyotes around your cows. He's like, thank you. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, so really, really strange for them to be out there for. Couple hours. Mm. You must know? have been
2: something good in there to eat. There must have on been.
0: I, but I will tell you this, and I saw this personally. I, I watched them. They, they were eating grasshoppers. It was a big old giant locust. Yeah, yep. huh. they were eating grasshoppers. That's and, why they were. And, in and, and they, they and they would catch them in the air. You know, whatever they would, yeah. Yeah, whenever they Just move could, around, jump, they, you catch see them jump, yeah, and they would, they would, they would catch them in the air.
3: I wonder where that falls. Kind of on the pecking order of preferred food items for a. It's
0: got to be awful. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> it's got to be actually, desperate. You know, a know. lot of a
2: lot of countries they eat roasted locusts and they're pretty good to eat. Locusts and honey.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, that wouldn't be my favorite, yeah. but yeah. yeah uh, but you
3: would think a coyote. You know, he wants meat. Well, like, well, like it, red it, meat.
0: It. It. And and you, you. You gotta think. He's gotta eat meat. a lot of damn grasshoppers yeah. to. And I guess that's why they were out there for so long. They were. You know, enjoying the weather, and, mm-hmm. you know, everything. You know, else. biblical
2: times, I mean, you know, you go back to biblical times, you read the Bible, John the Baptist, survived John the Baptist, baby. On honey and locust.
1: And dressed in camel's hair clothes. Mm
4: hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just saying. Just mm-hmm. saying, man. You want to so look they, the So, part, how did he eat them? They, they uh, were roasted over the fire. Okay. Uh, probably, you know, finger food. Roasting.
2: Huh. I remember, you know, Bear Grylls did a couple of episodes too, and I remember they were showing.
3: He did. That's that was a total fraud
1: show. Yeah, but He's he garbage. ate all kind of stuff. He was a fraud. Garbage. But
2: they
3: it, did. They they'd like tape him eating locusts, and okay, and it was flaming on with uh, you know, they would do the old switcheroo at the last second, <laughs> right? Yeah, make yeah. it make it look like a total uh, fraud show.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear can't Grylls can't stand Bear
3: Grylls. Sissified. That guy's total fraud. Total fraud. All right, let's go to the phone lines uh ross has a hook story kevin was oh. talking about getting hooks out of his face and hands and he's got a story as well Good morning, ross
6: good morning how y'all doing guys good morning, thank you long time listener first time caller. thank you uh yeah i commercial fish and i uh for a long time and uh fourth generation and i was fishing on a bandit and i was putting a new triple barb on for b-liners oh yeah now, well, you got to explain that
3: to people because there's a lot of people that don't know what that is, okay?
6: If you know what a, a single barb on a hook is, well, this little guy looks like a brim hook with three hooks on it, with three barbs on it. Yep,
3: yep. Okay, and, and it, a and a barb, it, for for just quick explanation to people, when you look at a hook, okay, that you have the point, and then as you go away from the point, there's like a little notch that kind of sticks out. It goes the opposite way. It goes the opposite way, and those barbs are designed yeah. so when the hook goes into a fish— that it doesn't come out, and so these or things your finger, are designed. Or your face. to... Yeah, so so when you have some have one, some have multiple, and so these ones that you're talking about have multiple, triple, which triple. which means
4: yeah.
3: it
2: ain't meant to come out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you get hooked.
6: Yeah, they're they're really strong, but I mean, I've had I've had triggerfish bite them in half, right? Because you know those things are just fishes. But um, yeah, so. I had, you know, you fish about a three pound weight on the bandit, and because you got a triangle and your stuff hangs off the side, and, uh, I didn't flip my weight over. My dog was loose, and we hit a wave, and the three pound weight went over right as I tied the hook.
0: Oh, yeah, Ouch. I knew that was coming. And,
6: in the prop wash, I was fishing the back bandit, so yeah, it snatched me, spun me around, almost pulled me overboard. <clears throat> I put my foot on the on the transit. And, uh, I cut the line. I reached back and grabbed my, my, uh, bait knife and cut the line. And, uh, yeah.
3: Which as a commercial fisherman, day. you're keeping a knife on you at all times. Pretty, just pretty just yes. like the crabbers do, you know, across their chest or whatever, because in an that's emergency easy. situation, you have a knife you can reach. Yeah.
6: That's probably one of your best tools because you don't want to go everywhere, uh, there's things out there that don't hit you. Uh, that's why I don't dive, because I don't believe getting out of a perfectly fine floating boat. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, it was the first day out, and I felt bad, and I didn't want the guys to lose money. They were wanting to take me out I was like, because nah, it, it hit a nerve or something. We tried to pull it, and it was it was excruciating. I mean, about to make pass out. It was oh.
4: horrible.
3: Oh.
6: So I cut it. I cut it off. and left enough for the doctor to get it out when I got home. I taped it and I fish for three more days.
4: Oh my oh, god!
0: Man. Oh, you're, you're a, a trooper, man. Yeah, no doubt. Call Lee. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> oh yes, man. The
7: only, the only one better than that is my cousin. The
6: only tougher Gilmore there is. Good
7: got money. He was fainting whiting, fainting on the beach. and got hit between the toe with a stingray. Oh, they couldn't ow, get it out. That that he ow. broke. Oh,
8: he broke it off. He broke it off
7: and sang the rest of the day.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, yeah okay, that is tough. You're yeah, right. I, and you thought you were I, tough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I give him kudos, man. Wow. So, anyway,
4: okay. guys, that's good enjoy stuff, your buddy. day. I'm,
6: Thanks. I think you go out most of the time. I'm waiting for mullet season. I enjoy the
0: talking stories. Thanks, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy, y'all have a good day. You too, see you, man. See, ya. So, so, see you. So, oh. throwing the frisbee on the beach, this is years ago, my uh-huh. brother and I. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I know. And hold, on. Hold, hold that story. Yeah. Hold yeah. that story. Okay. Let's
3: let's uh, take a break. We come back. I want to <laughs> hear this uh, Frisbee story because we get to Frisbee stories, yeah. and you, you never know where they could <laughs> yeah. go here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Which album was this all of, Chris? The Long Round. That's what I thought. That was one of the first albums that i ever bought me
1: you know, too it, it was the first album i bought i think it was the ever. first for me as well uh that's awesome. A track though oh A-track. yeah, Not yeah. An album. No, i bought yep. the lp you yeah. got the record like yep. real record yep there's a song on there called the sad cafe mm-hmm. incredible song yeah. i i encourage everybody spotify I, I think, that thing up man i
0: think the first album that i ever bought was back in black oh nice
1: yeah nice. my brother had that that's yeah. a good get yeah fantastic yeah. record
0: yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah. that that had some hits on it. ac yeah. ACDC. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Back then, uh, we didn't look at frisbee weights and the ability. You know, because I mean, now, nowadays when we were, because we we're talking about you throwing frisbees on yeah. the beach. <clears throat> when frisbees first, when we
1: were younger, a frisbee was a frisbee. That's it, right, and made by uh, Hasbro. Whammo! Whammo! I knew it was one of the,
3: one of those two. But the cool thing is, is that with frisbees. They had they have weights to them, and so I guess right. you know based on what you're gonna throw, just like those guys that do frisbee golf nowadays, they have they have like drivers. Yeah, and they, they got a bag putters. Full of and, ones, I got yeah. a bag of frisbees. Yeah,
0: I, frisbee golf is cool. Yeah, I've it, never done it. It's a oh, lot of fun. It, it's it's it, a it, lot and, of and fun. Now when we when we played frisbee golf, it was with one frisbee. Right, but right. but it was. I mean, it, it, frisbee golf was fun. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah,
1: you buy a pack of them now.
0: yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. they
3: have. Uh, in fact, I mean, that's like a big deal. I mean, you can go and buy a set of, of clubs for yeah. for frisbee golf. I guess you <laughs> know. A, yeah. So anyway, so you and your yeah, brother yeah. So, are on so, so throwing frisbee.
0: Yeah, we're you know winging the, the frisbee back and forth. And what year and, was this? God, this is a long time ago. This so seventies, seventies, yeah, seventies yeah. or early eighties, like really yeah, seventies, yeah, yeah. yeah, and. <laughs> There's a bunch of people surf fishing, and, and, and what do people do when they catch catfish? A lot of times they just throw it behind them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I throw oh. the frisbee, and he's running
4: oh,
0: and stepped no. on oh, one, no. in his heel and uh, broke off uh, in his heel, I and mean, it was awful.
3: I, a I barb mean, off of a gaff top sail cat, which is a saltwater catfish, mm-hmm. is one news. of the most Painful, poisonous things Absolutely you could ever is. get inside yeah, of your I, skin. I,
0: I've heard stingrays were worse. Ask Travis. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. All uh, that
2: mess he went through uh, in
0: that thing. Yeah, Holy yeah, smoke. Yeah, yeah. But broke it off in his heel, had to go to the hospital, split his heel open. And yeah.
3: They had to do surgery
4: oh, on him. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Oh, it was. I'll never forget him. And thanks and the, for the, those, the, willies. The pain Ooh. that he was I, in. I, I can he tell you right on top of it with when his I heel. was a kid. Uh, and, and broke it off. When I was a
3: kid, I had stepped on a. Rusty nail, mm-hmm. on a board, oh, that's bad. Running news, around man. barefoot, yeah. What is- literally went right into my heel? Yeah, it was one of the most painful things yep. I've ever experienced in my life, and I and that was a nail. It wasn't like it was a catfish barb, right. That has that toxin Jeez. on yep. it as well.
2: Yep. Yeah, back in '42, I was walking <laughs> through the garage, and my uncle been taking apart a part of wine case and left the top of well, the lid on the '42. And stepped on a nail that was right through the top of the wine. You know, cage.
4: back in
1: my day, good <laughs> lord, we took ate nails because we had no of food. There. We chewed on catfish Use <laughs> used run them run like later. toothpicks.
3: That's what we did. Darn fool should have never left that thing there.
2: I love Matlock. Oh, Somebody mm. a slap a knot in that man's head. So yesterday, yesterday. uh
3: me and Dylan decided he's going back to school this week coming up. And uh we're gonna take the kayaks and go fishing. Uh-huh. Nice on the beach. And uh no, we were going to intercoastal and intercoastal. I'm not gonna tell okay. tell everybody where. No,
2: no, no. Secret spot. And man. uh Kevin and I get the secret spot.
3: Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was no, it's, it's a secret, secret it's spot. Secret I'm, spot. No, I, I got it. I tell you, I'll hold the story. Yeah. Because Tony wants to chime in on the coyote because I'll do okay. I'll do the story All on the other right. side. Okay. Let's talk to Tony real quick. Morning, Tony.
9: Morning, Jeff. How are y'all doing?
4: Good. Good.
9: Um, I'm from texas originally i imagine y'all can tell that by my accent but my grandfather had a uh what part of texas
3: in, real quick tony
9: uh west texas out the panhandle not far from lubbock it's pretty out flat
3: the out panhandle. there in west texas
9: yeah and very good hunting uh for whatever reason but anyway coyotes were oh god really 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 pests. and my grandfather was uh, he, uh, absolutely the best hunter and best shot I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, uh, they, he and his uh, neighbors used to go coyote hunting off of horseback, and they would have hound dogs, either blue ticks or you know walkers or whatnot. And I remember I said, Gramps, when can I go coyote hunting with you? And he says, well, Tony, as soon as you turn 14, we'll go. I said, okay. And, uh, we would go get on horseback and ride at first dark and we would hunt until daylight, till sun up.
4: know, yeah, I've yes, never heard that not, term.
9: Just, uh, I hate
3: to interrupt you, Tony. We always talk about first light,
9: mm-hmm.
3: but you just used yeah. the term first dark. Yeah. I've never heard that term huh. before.
9: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's, uh. You know, part of the language of Texas. But, uh, Jeff, you have not lived until you have hunted coyotes Coyotes at night. I have hunted coyotes
3: oh, at night, and it's awesome.
9: Oh, it is. And off a of horseback, oh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of a lot of fun. But, you know, I never in my wildest dreams ever imagined that coyotes would become the problem here on the East Coast yeah. that they had. And uh, you can't kill them. You cannot kill. You can't kill them fast enough. They're they're just as bad as wild hogs, maybe worse.
2: Yep. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yep. I mean, they are everywhere. Yeah, we got it, them and, out at the beach now.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. And Tony, I mean, growing up here, you know, you never thought about, never thought about coyotes. That was a a, a western animal, right? You know. Yeah. And and yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy how many coyotes we have. The way I understand
3: it, and I don't know if this is true or not, but. Uh, They said that because, you know, like I grew up in Virginia Mm -hmm. and northern Virginia and not very far from an area that was called Middleburg, which was considered by many the fox hunting capital of the world. Mm -hmm. And from, well, again, the way I understand it, the fox hunters were some of the first to bring coyotes to the East Coast so that they could train their dogs and run coyotes. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would. It wouldn't be surprise me one bit if
2: right. that's no. if that's the truth or not. I mean, they brought deer over here. Why wouldn't they do that too? You I mean, know. Yeah, I don't know. It was a lot of fun, and
9: I don't. I don't know if people do that anymore, but
3: uh, oh, they still do it. Oh but, yeah. But typically, I mean, they literally. I don't know if you've ever seen them, Tony, but they uh, they they're literally. There's some people that have rigs. When I say rigs, vehicles that are customized just for coyote hunting at night so they they take like a bed of a pickup truck they have a bass seat put in the back with a shooting rail going all the way around Mm -hmm. and they run red spotlights and then uh they'll have sometimes like way we used to do it we would be have a shotgunner about 60 70 yards downwind of the truck and then we had our 10 gauge and then the rifleman was at the truck near the spotlight so you would always try to draw the coyote in to shotgun range, and if he would not come in, then the rifle guy would whack him from the truck. And that was some of the funnest I've ever done. And we used to get coyotes, bobcats, much higher percentage of getting a bobcat at night, and then kit fox, which is the yeah. cutest little thing you've ever seen. How <laughs> they are. <laughs> Fluffy, Dude. nocturnal, and, yeah, we'd whack them too.
9: Yeah, know. It was a lot of fun. We shot those two. We shot those two out in Texas. Uh, you know it. Uh, in fact, Jeff, now you know uh, with deer leases out there, if uh, it's kind of um, in their rules that if you see a coyote and you don't shoot them, they can yank the lease from you.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, we kind I mean, we kind of I mean, have some of that same rule. I know Kevin. I know, and I, I Absolutely. And is that it? we tell people, look, if you see a coyote, you are not, a, you do not pass. Right. You shoot it. No. Yep.
9: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I go to church with a game ward, and he told me the same thing about wild hogs. He said, "Tony, we consider them pests." He says, "We don't care what time you shoot them, whether it's high noon or midnight or everything in between. We want them shot." Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Okay.
9: You ain't got to tell me twice.
3: <laughs> That's yep. the truth. All right, Tony, we got to take a break. Thank you, buddy.
9: You bet. Be safe.
3: One of the things that he just made me think of what Tony's talking about mm-hmm. there with the game warden and wild hogs, and him being from Texas, we got to find out about going to Texas and do the aerial pig hunts.
0: Uh, it would be. I, I just. I just want to get the help. Can
3: we deduct it? As a
0: I outdoor, <laughs> outdoor show, show expense, research, yeah. right? Yeah, Where sure. we go
2: do it and then we come back. Yeah. I'm telling you, riding in a helicopter is way cool. Yeah.
0: I've, I've ridden in a lot of helicopters.
2: It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: But I've never chased pigs you in ever, a helicopter. Yeah. Now. You never hung out on a helicopter
2: <laughs> yeah. with a. Yeah,
0: there's a, there's a total difference. Well, I've seen pigs or, from a helicopter. Yeah. A yeah.
2: I mean, we had, uh, I guess you call it the Fleur mm-hmm. night vision. So they use uh, what what they, what they call that uh, when you're looking through the night vision the uh, the aura that the animals give off
1: oh the heat signatures. yeah heat, heat signatures, signatures. yeah you. the thank FLIR F L I R
2: right thank mm-hmm. you Chris and I know we were flying over Blunt Island with the JSO helicopter and you could see those things plain as day they look like look like cattle standing stack out there so up. big stack
3: them up <laughs> all <laughs> right let's take a break we come back uh, got a tarpon. Uh, story to share, and then uh, the video will be coming soon. That's cool. To an outdoor show Facebook or Instagram page soon. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
4: Wow.
3: Well, if you're looking to get a kayak, there's only one place, and that's Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside Hagen Ace. Uh, different stores. you got one in Yulee, Mandarin. Uh, Green Cove Springs, but I'm just telling you folks, get ready for the November 5th event that we're having in Glen St. Mary, which I'm is going to be already. The, the new Hagen Coleslaw Outfitters location out there.
0: Goodness, he says. They have
3: a <laughs> wow. bunch of giveaways, including I think like four kayaks, it's uh, going to be a Hobie, going to be a Crescent, and an Old Town, and here's the thing, the Old Town is the exact same kayak that I have. It's
1: the Lagerman Special. So are you going to sign it?
3: No. Oh. No. I, if somebody wants me to, I'd be <laughs> more than happy to. But here's the reality. I have the only, mm-hmm. until sometime after somebody wins this new one, okay, I'm the only one in Jacksonville that has the, the Marsh Camo Old Town Big Water 132. Okay. They never shipped another camo, one of those, into okay. this market. They are they are bringing one more in for this event That's on November 5th.
2: A, wow. They could even use it for a duck boat. Some, yeah. You could
3: use it for hunting, fishing, whatever. Somebody is going to walk mm. out of there with that thing for mm. free. And all you're going to have to do soon, they will have a page where you can register online. But you have to be there to win any of these kayaks. I think the number is like over 160 Thousand dollars worth of giveaways That's incredible. is going to be at this event on November fifth in Glen St Mary. So uh, mark your calendar, block that day out, and uh, and be there at Glen St Mary.
0: Yeah, because right after that show, I'll be heading north. It's <laughs> <That's> the run. It's <laughs> the run. Yeah. absolutely. All yeah. right, uh,
3: let's go to the phone lines and and bring up Top Gun. and I'll tell my tarpon story.
0: I
7: feel a need for speed. What's going on, boy?
3: Everything. Lord yes, about
7: captain Captain Faber, Captain James T. Kirk, and Captain Lagerman.
3: Uh, no captain in front of my name. Oh, yeah, I call you a captain. You, weren't you ever captain of the Jags? Uh, yeah, I was, as a matter of fact. Well, there you Where go. You go. You're a
1: captain. There you go. It's <laughs> so the captain
3: now. I was thinking of, though.
1: Yeah, We'll call you team captain. How about that? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want to be out Bunny. You know, back in my day,
4: uh, Polk you High know, County High. And I used to, I scored three touchdowns back
0: in 1983. <laughs> uh, Me and my wife I Peg.
2: Love
7: <laughs> I love that one, y'all. Tell stories on the show. That's what I like the most. Mm-hmm. Got a story coming start, up here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking about yanking fishing hooks out
0: of your hand. Mm-hmm.
7: Uh, I thought I was listening to General Hospital. <laughs> well, not it's, the it's, outdoor it's, show. It's part
0: of it's part of our business. Uh, yeah, really but uh, that's, uh, gave me the the yeah. that
7: gave me the heebie jeebies.
0: That gave me the heebie jeebies. Yeah, it's it's
3: funny. is it the weebie jeebies or the heebie jeebies?
2: Heebie jeebies. Where it,
0: did it, that it, term Tom come God, from? God, I don't know, but it is funny how people get the heebie jeebies from a, a hook in them. I mean, I, I've 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 pulled hooks out of people. Stuff like that does not bother me. No, never have. Like like listening to Logaman talk about having his bicep reattached and watching it. Yeah, that's no fun. Okay, no, I'm not not doing that. That doesn't bother me.
3: Two two surgeries, Top Gun, just to make you squeamish. That, hey, I, that I actually watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was when I had my distal bicep tendon reattached. And so they make an incision on the inside of your elbow because they have to go up and get it. You know, it's rolled up like a window shade in the top of your arm. And so once they they make an incision and and then they go up yeah. to grab it and they use this locking forceps to grab it, mm-hmm. uh. and then so they <laughs> they keep you in twilight, which is you know you're like yeah. in and out, right? right. And so I, I told yeah. them I, I hope, I'm
1: well. more on the outside,
3: <laughs> and I don't I don't like to be out. Right. Like, I'm I, out. So I, they drop the sheet down and there's somebody's arm with this locking forceps and a piece of tendon hanging out of the elbow, and I'm like, cool. And they're like, yeah, that's it right there, just I figured you might want to take a look at it. I said, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks yeah, for showing me. Ugh. Yeah, I got nothing. And then uh, yeah. the other one, just to make you even more squeamish, uh, when I had my knee operated on and had a microfracture, so I had this surgery, and, and they just gave me a nerve block. And so you know a doc was operating on it, and- Mm-hmm. He uh, trimmed my meniscus, and then he starts checking it out, and he's cleaning the condylar Malaysia behind my kneecap. And I'm watching it all on TV, you know. And, and they got like a sheet up at the waist, so you can't quite see yet. Yeah, uh, you can see a little bit of it. And then uh, and you then you he's pass
2: like, them mashed potatoes over here,
0: please. <laughs> and he's like,
3: oh, 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 no! And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, oh, you, you, uh, you actually have you have a spot here that doesn't have any cartilage. And I was like, oh, so now what are you going to do to it? He goes, well, we're going to. We're going to uh, pick it, and so uh, it's called a micro So he basically gets a hammer uh, and this spiky thing, and it hits the hammer into the spot to essentially have a – Carlage substitute grow and I was Stop. watching it and feeling it, but you can't feel it because you got a nerve block. But you can feel uh, the thud in Stop. your pressure. in your hip. Yeah,
2: yeah you feel the pressure. You know,
0: yeah. yeah. Stop. So, yeah. so, have you ever had a colonoscopy? Uh, oh, yeah. And I was God. out for that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they wake you up? And I didn't want to stay we awake. Can, for yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little pulp here. You want to watch us take this out? One no, little <laughs> <laughs> Anyway.
3: There's a couple stories for you
2: there, Top
7: Gun. Yeah. There you yeah, go. Yeah, great. Boy. That, that was just lovely. <laughs> Somebody driving
2: that. down the highway going, what the uh, what?
7: <laughs> yeah. I had one colonoscopy in my lifetime, and I wasn't asleep totally when they went up in there with that Roto-Rooter. That was the last one
3: mm-hmm. I've ever had. We encourage I all men over the age of 40 to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah. That's our yeah. public service announcement right. for the Absolutely. Right. It used to be 50, but yep. they actually moved it to 40. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all men who well, I- haven't had a colonoscopy at the age of 40, please get one.
7: get one. Yeah, well, I had my one and felt violated for a week. <laughs> so could walk for a year. Saying. Hey, last week when I was listening to the show, this guy called in. I think his name was Willie and he was wanting to know how to cook some fish or something. Yeah, I'm willing and, for um, tea, yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: And um, sure. Captain Kirk said, I sent you that recipe a week ago, and he said, I didn't like it. And I spit coffee all over my <laughs> dash and I went, What the what? He just insulted the galloping gourmet.
2: <laughs>
3: what the hell?
2: No, we're good friends. I got it. That's,
3: that's like it. our yeah. buddy Willie, seven oh eight Fish. If you need a rotter reel fixed, by the way. So yeah. any any rotter reel
0: well, we'll prepared, call so Willie. Amazing.
7: Yep. Well, a that good was dude. a good one. Yep. Um I you know, you were talking last week about uh your trip to Canton. Mm-hmm. And you and, and you and Miss Tara taking a little road trip and passing all the Amish people. Correct. And uh how they wouldn't wave at you or anything. So I did a little research on them because okay. that's what I do.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: And um they didn't wave at you or anything because you're considered an outsider.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: They don't have much to do with outsiders. Yeah, they so, probably would consider course,
3: me a heathen as well.
7: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't
3: know. But, Pro- and you know probably
7: right. <laughs> in their communities or communes or whatever you want to call them, uh, everybody has a certain thing they do, like the women. Some of them bake. Some of them cook. Some of them make quilts. Um, the men... Uh, some of them build barns. Some of them build houses. Some of them uh, build furniture, make furniture.
4: Yeah, they all have different
3: trades.
7: Yeah, but do you know what they call the guy, the Amish guy, that has his arm all the way up the backside of one of the horses? What? He's the mechanic.
4: L-D-S-A-N-A! <laughs> L-D-S-A-N-A! <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right that was good that was pretty good uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good see and here's why it was even better than normal okay
0: because it Bec- was part of the because show?
1: it was part of the story right. i didn't see the joke coming right that was good that was I, well I, well played sir i knew it was coming
3: but yeah. that was good yeah very good top good all right let's take a break we come back and uh tim got a question well let's kick tim in real quick chris okay uh good morning tim
9: Good morning gentlemen. How are y'all today? Good. Good. How's it going? Wonderful. I'm fixing to go to one of your sponsors and uh get some equipment taken care of. I bought a bow from my uh, Rick out of strike zone and uh we are gonna go get it uh the peak squared in and everything this morning. Awesome. So I had to uh I had to learn to shoot left handed because of an eye problem. Oh wow story. So, yes, I've been shooting right handed for years, well my life. And then I had to start learn. I've learned to shoot with my right-handed bow, with my non-dominant eye, with my left eye. Been doing that for years, and now it's come to the point where I need to just go ahead and switch over to full left-handed. God.
4: Wow, and I don't
9: I don't
0: know if I can do that.
3: If if, if so, you can do that, Tim, that's that's yeah, amazing. Yeah.
9: Hey, I just sent you guys a picture on Facebook. Okay. of a deer that I killed. Right
3: here in northeast Florida. Ooh, fact, I got a picture. Oh, my goodness. That's a stud.
9: Wow, that and is a stud. That, that, that's the west side of Jacksonville.
2: Wow. in wow, velvet. No, 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 no. no, no, wrong, no. Wrong, You're looking at the wrong, 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 wrong picture. picture. Yeah, I'm looking at different. Wow, pictures. that is yeah, from, that, that's from
3: a Tim Kirk. Tip. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. You, you kill that with your bow? Yes, sir. That's wow. A, that's all
9: she, I see. Congratulations. congratulations.
3: Great deer. Congratulations uh, Great deer. Wow.
9: That, that was uh, people. I showed that picture. People and they're like, I can't believe that came right here from Northeast Florida. But there are some, there's some grown ones here, and I mean, right up in behind houses. I could, I, when I shot that dude, I could hear the guy talking to his puppy on his back porch. Mm.
4: <laughs>
9: and, <laughs> uh, so there, if you can find a little lot somewhere, and I can send you another picture of one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit on right now. now he's not as big as that one, but he's a nice one. Um, 150 yards from my front door uh, on the west side. of the road.
3: Wow! Wow! Awesome! All right, well, well, good luck. Are you uh, Are you going to see Rick today?
9: Right now, I'm on my way. Right now, oh, he does.
3: Uh, by the way, folks, if you need your bow, yep. fixed, tuned up, ready for bow season, Rick at Strike Zone—that's the place to go. Yep.
9: tell
0: him we said good morning.
9: I, I sure will. I've known Rick since he was a very young fella. Well, so, we're sorry uh, about that. I, I hear you. Uh, he's. Uh, he, you know, he's that dogger, I'll take him my my bow any day of the week, and like you said, that he'll he'll get you squared away. Yeah, he will. Whatever. Yeah. But, brother, oh. I just want to share that with y'all. Coming this archery, you know, coming up, so I'm getting wound up. So, yeah, I'm trying to get this left-handed thing figured out, and I'm gonna see if I can't then have a story about being able to kill deer from both sides of the bow. Oh, that's about awesome! That? That, that,
3: that's cool. awesome! Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim.
9: Hey, brother. Appreciate it. See you too.
3: Right, 904-641-1010. I promise I'll tell my Tarpon story when we get back on the other side because uh, when we come back, we're going to do a Ring Power we Cat are. Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store has the most dependable, reliable, affordable, equipment and, and everything from light towers, forklifts, articulated front-end loaders, dozers, backhoes, you name it, they have it. Did you, did you, yeah, did you, just
0: quick story. Did you see the guy trying to escape on the excavator this week on the news? No. <laughs> you guys didn't see that? Where was no, that? Uh, uh, it was like in Oregon or something. Literally, they went to arrest the guy, uh-huh. like, like three cops. There's he part- closed the door and tried to get away. And he's going, like, two miles, two an, miles hour. an hour. Two miles an hour. And, you know, he's got the big cat. And they're, like, cat.
1: walking beside yeah, they him.
0: Yeah, they're, like, walking with their guns drawn beside him. It he's <laughs> like, wow. really? Seriously? And he's dead. He's got the gears gone.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> you do he, some must damage. Have, he must have had a lot of rum cake.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: You get the wrong person behind a piece of equipment like that, you can do some damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: No no question. But thought it was kind of funny.
3: Well, this time of year... Mm-hmm it's uh, it's time to get the trail cameras out see what yes. you got you know to get an idea of what you're going to get excited about for deer season and some people like if you're dave edwards of tall tines consulting if you want to bring him in to take a look and assess your land you can search tall tines consulting mr dave edwards and he will actually come to your land do camera surveys and give you an idea of what your harvest goals should be based mm-hmm. on what your objectives are just a little plug there for dave but if you just want to have some fun and get some really cool pictures, Let's put some trail cameras out, and share them with us on yep. our Facebook and Instagram page. And uh, we put up a pretty interesting picture. I think, Kirk,
2: did you get that one on your trail camera? That was on Kyle's uh, camera. He on Kyle's camera? Yesterday morning. That wasn't on my
4: camera. I was
3: a little confused. Uh, as uh, the post says, mm-hmm. now is a great time of year to access or to assess your access
2: your buck population.
0: I think we have
3: a misspelling there. Assess? It should be assess, right? Time of yeah, year access. to assess? No,
2: yep. that's, that's correct. Great time of you don't year to ax- access. Access, access. A- access. A-
3: access your a- buck a- population. Chris, Chris, should it be assess or access?
1: Give me the rest of the
3: sentence. Okay, now's a great time of year to, to blank. blank your buck population.
2: <laughs> access.
3: Access means you like to get to them.
0: I, I would say assess. So that's the whole—that's the whole, that's the whole Assets. sentence. Assets. What What is the
3: next sentence? Okay, right now, bucks are still in bachelor groups and like each other. Uh huh. Who posted that up? Start putting these cameras up and see what you have. If you'd like to share, we love trail cam photos. Okay. I
1: would say assess.
3: Me too. A S S E S S. But I, now let's go back to
1: the original
3: text because we're going to see who the guilty party is with this whole thing. And it ain't me. Okay. Okay. So we go back. Uh huh. And we got you got, got to you got, got to go fry. like you got to
0: keep scrolling down because you uh, have a recipe. Okay, I got the <laughs>
3: recipe. That's from Kirk. Okay, and so <laughs> this would come from Kevin. I don't see it. The did you send that to? So so I I, I spelled it. What did it, you a- type?
0: A-C-C-E-S-S So is your mistake? Yes, my mistake. Yeah. So
3: Kevin had a little slight misspelling yeah. there. It's acceptable. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, what we'll I was it. curious yeah. about, it, it says right now bucks are still in bachelor groups and like each hey, other. Yeah, they
0: like each other. Yeah. Are these
3: two bucks in the picture?
0: I think it's a Buck and a Dough. I, I think it's a Buck and a Dough also.
3: Well, if it's a Buck and a Buck, they really like each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're digging each they're other. They're friendly. I, I
2: think this is part, this is up in St. Mary's, so it's right on the edge of Florida and Georgia. And it could very well be the beginning of... They're rut. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, his hawks aren't lit up.
3: No, it's just their rut's not this early. No. But I mean, hey. Their rut's October. Yeah,
2: what, it, you, it, look at, uh, you look at DDOT, you know, yeah, that's, D- that's Florida. That's it's different. Yep, that is different. But that's not that far away. But, no, but there different. is there's one one thing
0: about hanging cameras this time of year, Jeff, is is the reason we talk about the, the bachelor groups. Bachelor groups do not hang around those this time of year you'll have different parts of the woods that's what i'm talking about that
3: that's why i think that this is two bucks it could
0: be it, it, it I, I don't see that there's ambers. some very
3: suspicious behavior going on
0: here
2: <laughs> well i see the the ear of the other deer and i don't see any horns i just you can see the ear over yeah, his I see, I, I'm, I'm with you yeah jeff you just don't just see any honored. horn. i
0: think yeah. jeff i'm need just yeah. being truthful I mean, yeah. like, oh. but okay. on your property jeff uh-huh would you know where to go hang a camera to get a bachelor group? A pretty good idea. That's my point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you learn these 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 places. And these aren't places that, that I'm going to continue to corn because, honestly, most of them are, are, are rifle stands. Right. But these are places that throughout the years where you continuously get bachelor groups. Like on my food plots that I have my cameras, most of it's does. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have very many bucks coming in there, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I th- this and it's so funny because uh, the particular place that, that uh, and they don't have any of the pictures I sent up there, but uh, I put out this week and there wasn't a there wasn't a deer print, there was nothing, and, and a day later, man, it was like, oh my god, just getting all kinds of, mm-hmm. of buck pictures. Well, we love getting buck pictures, yeah, and
3: uh, and thank you, Tim. Tim Wing just he was on his way to Strike Zone to get yep. his bow tuned up. Yeah, he's gonna switch, making the switch to so left-handed. He just sent us the picture of his target buck for this year. <laughs> great buck, we yeah. love sharing. We do pe- people that share pictures. So if you got a trail cam out, and you got great pictures of Buck, send them to us. Yeah, man. you we, don't have to tell us we where, it. where you're no, at. No, no, you don't, you don't need to go us you know the GPS, lat lawn, or right. anything like that. You know, but to, to, but it's great because and what is so fun about trail cam is like Tim's picture right here. And his quote was, here's one I'm watching now. Which means that's the top of his hit list. That's yep. the deer that he wants to get. And that's the fun thing about trail cameras. I like trail cameras at the start of the season. You get an idea to, just to send you some, give you some pictures of a of reason to get excited. exactly. And then after that, I'm kind of yeah, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Now it's just time to hunt and enjoy. And I don't like uh, well, they, doing all that.
0: They they move anyway. They're not going to. Stay around these places. Once they lose their velvet, there's no telling where, where their core area is going to be. I mean, right. You know, so you, you, you may have to find them again. But I'm still looking for that one buck that we didn't kill last year that, that I hunted all year. And I haven't seen him yet. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's Well, the one
4: you got
3: yesterday morning is pretty doggone yeah, Oh, yeah.
0: We've got some good ones. You going to
3: pass that one up to wait on the other one?
0: I might. Really? If I have pictures if of him. If you got pictures. If I have pictures of him. Yeah.
3: That's, that's a mighty big if. All right. Let's yeah. take a break. And we come back, tell you my tarpon story. And then Tim Carney's got a hook story or a okay. hook question or something of that nature. And we'll find out about it. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
0: Hey, if you want a little uh, getaway, not very far away. And, like, go way back in time. It's <laughs> uh, River Club. Uh, if you go to... It's sthrclub.com. And the easiest thing to do is go to outdoorshow.com, go to our homepage, and, and click on it. And when you start looking at these little cabins and stuff that they have, and, and just kind of picture this. If you, if you see those cabins right there, the boat ramp is, like... Right down the driveway from there, so you can leave your boat right there. How convenient is yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, seriously, you you've got a ramp right there, you've got a little tackle shop right there, you everything you need at, at at Steen Hatchie River Club. And then and then when you when you're idling out of there, you come to their new this new marina that they built, which is state of the art, unbelievable. I mean, it's a it's it's a cool place. Um, anyway, and and you know, it was so funny the conversation we had. Uh, I fished with uh, a couple of guys yesterday. And they do most of their fishing in Steen Hatchie, Jeff. And they were talking about catching the shrimp over there. Still year. catching? Uh, really? I, I, I'm assuming so uh, because they were like, "Did you have you seen the size of the shrimp?" And I said, "Dude, I've I, <laughs> been
3: talking about it. We've been talking a about while. it
0: forever." Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Big yep. time. Yeah. Eight counts. Nice. God, that's big shrimp. <laughs> so uh, that's a big shrimp in this. So yesterday,
3: uh, Dylan is going back to college next week, I believe. And uh, so you know, he try to. Get, you know, your last couple moments in with them, you know, where you can spend some time together, yeah. father, son, and stuff. Yeah. And so I told him, I said, Friday. I said, let's go on Friday. and He said, where do you want to go? And I said, we'll go, you know, to a spot that he hadn't been before. And so we load up the kayaks and, and we head up and probably got a, a later start than we wanted to get. Mm-hmm. and But we're like, it doesn't matter. We you know, we're, we got all day. We can f- fish until, you know, lunchtime, until we get hungry, and then we'll right. come in and go find something to eat wherever we're at. And we're we're fishing in a central coastal area, and then we're fishing around some oyster bars and some deep bends. And we're actually having a pretty good day. I got a nice redfish, and lost another really good redfish, had some nice trout, and he's got a couple really nice trout on the fly, having a ball. And we were hoping to see, you know, maybe by chance, maybe some tarpon, and hadn't seen any. And I'm like, you know, I said I'm just going to set head up the creek a little bit farther, and so we we'll start heading up the creek a little bit farther. And I look up ahead and I saw a tarpon roll about, you know, 100 yards. I'm like, okay. I said, hey. I said, I just saw one roll. He goes, how far? I said, about 100. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going to ease up that way. And we get up there. I've seen something that I've never seen before. And I don't know if you guys have seen this. Have you ever seen tarpon Mm -hmm. uh, literally like passively, slowly moving in a shallow water intercoastal creek, eating shrimp like a whale eats krill?
0: So, no, I've never seen that, but I've seen them do that in glass minnows. Okay. Like, he, yeah, yeah. I, I've never seen that. Yeah, no, no, no. I've never seen that. No. no, It was a
3: totally nonviolent
2: feed, I swear to you. And they're just slurping them up.
0: They are
3: slurping. They literally have two of them and Kirk. This is right here next to the
2: kayak. So you can see him playing as day.
3: Playing as day. And as they both come up and roll together, two, three of them roll together, Shrimp are popping out of the water like about a hundred plus. Wow. And they're just slowly rolling. And here's what I told Dylan. I said, they could have been up here for an hour while we were down there fishing at one spot and never would have known. Because it wasn't violent. Because it wasn't violent. There's no splashing. There's no nothing.
2: That's weird.
3: They're just feeding. I swear to you. It was like, and Dylan and I said the same thing and had the same exact thought. That it was like whales feeding in krill.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So I've got a a bait tied on there, and that's specifically for tarpon. And I'm casting it, and and it's not happening. Dylan's got the fly rod going, you know. Which I would have
0: thought the fly rod might be. the same. I would have
3: thought it would have been yep. just immediate. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And maybe it was just happenstance. You know how that is sometimes. Right. I mean, you mm-hmm. got to have it in the right spot, at the right time, at the right moment, and have them in the right mood. Yeah. And we're fifty yards apart, I guess. And all of a sudden, here comes that roll, the krill roll, and it's right on my bait. And I set the hook. And this fish goes ballistic. (laughs) Right. And the crazy thing is when we saw these fish roll, I said to myself, these are too big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These are too big. These aren't 40, 50 pounders. These these are 100 pounds. Pound fish. Wow. Wow. And one of them that rolled beside me, I guarantee you, Kirk, I swear to God, it was 150 plus. Wow. I, Giant. I literally wow. turned to Dylan and I said, oh my God, did you see the size of that thing? <laughs> Don't hook that one. It was one. that wide. Yeah. Oh that wide, gosh. no joke. And how how big is a guitar? I mean, if he's that wide, what do you think he weighs? It's
0: 150 plus. 150 yeah. plus, yeah, that's a dinosaur.
3: right? Yeah. That's a dinosaur. Just the width. Yeah, yeah that's
2: a dinosaur. So I,
3: when I hooked this fish, he... uh he immediately just goes out of the water. Two jumps, and we're going to post the video up on our Facebook, Instagram page. And the the first two jumps, Dylan was grabbing his phone, so he didn't, he, we didn't get it on video. But we got the rest of the jumps. Mm. Got, uh, I'd say, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe eight jumps, yeah. I think is what it is, ballpark. Mm. And then the last jump, he just wore through. 50-pound fluorocarbon I had 50-pound fluorocarbon leader, and that's just not enough for a big fish. No, it's not. You know,
0: no well, they'll wear if they if they get it in a specific spot in their mouth,: yeah, you get might sun. get lucky, like yeah. just like yeah.
3: just like Fred and John right. with the wahoo right, and a right. circle hook on the edge of the mouth., yep. you might you might be okay. I got the
0: goodie out of him.
10: I got
3: the goodie yeah, yeah <laughs> and it, what's so cool is when you have a a fish in shallow water, mm-hmm. I guess that's what they do.
0: Yeah, that's the only way they could go.: They get vertical. Mm-hmm.
3: It was one of the coolest yeah, they can't things. bird Dog, so no,
2: they just right. start jumping.
3: But I was just sitting there going, "These things are like whales and krill," and it was I—I I, I literally will never. Th- that's a—that's a moment mm-hmm. that I will never forget for the rest of my life. Yeah. We'll be
0: talking about that five years on the outdoor show.
3: Having <laughs> having yeah, these that. tarpon yeah. roll literally right beside the kayak, and I and I and I and I've been saying this for a while, and you guys know me, I'm not going to blow smoke. I swear to you that. When you're in a kayak, you have such a, a smaller footprint that it doesn't it doesn't affect the fish close to you as much as a boat
2: does. Uh, yeah, yeah, I right. agree with that. Well, it's less displacement; they yeah. don't feel it so much on their they lateral. They Feel lines. it? It doesn't bother yeah. them as much. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I mean because these things are rolling right next to the daggum kayak.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, Mike Kogan was spouted that for years. I mean, he was a huge advocate of kayak fiction and how you could be so much more stealthy. And for for a for a while there, you go down on the south end of the beach down at Guana and those guys would come out and kayak and they were hooking those tarpon right there on oh, the yeah. beach. Oh yeah, that's you that's know? my
3: goal. I mean, one of these days I want to be able to go out on the beach and, and get one because mm-hmm. that's something that I mean, you know, at, Mike did and then yep. you know, when we saw the video, it was incredible. And it's just something that's always been a goal of mine and I've caught tarpon before off the kayak. But mm-hmm. I haven't caught one as big as what I had hooked right. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that would have I mean, been cool. Th- to this get was it. a this was a wild moment, and Dylan was like,
2: "Oh my god, Dad, that was so cool."
3: And we kept trying. Yeah, and uh, the tide had kind of switched, and I guess they just moved on.
2: Mm-hmm. You'll be taking some eighty next time.
3: I already got it in bag. <laughs> you already got it in the bag. Yeah, As um, soon as I got back, and yeah, I, and I cleaned the kayak up. Triple barb. <laughs> yeah. And I uh, got the old town big water one thirty two put away, and I said, "All right, now it's time to look for the fluorocarbon." Yeah. And yeah. I and I broke out the. I had two of two uh, two spools of eighty. I gave one to Dylan for today, mm-hmm. and uh, he took one of my tarpon rods, and then the other one went in my bag. Yeah. And it's gonna go on. And uh, you, I, I, I'm a big believer in that. You can catch some big fish on smaller rods, but you gotta you you can't catch big fish on smaller terminal Tap, yeah, tackle. Yeah,
2: that's right. The only way is if you hook it and it's like the wahoo, it's got to be in the right yeah, spot. Yeah, that's right. I mean, right. I've caught giant sharks on mono and it's just I in the too. right spot. Yep. You know, in the corner where he can't get it with his teeth and he doesn't get it tail-wrapped.
0: But even even the 80-pound, Jeff, after, if if it's in the wrong spot, it's, it'll, it's, it'll it's, break. it's 35 right. minutes. And it'll wear it, through it. It'll, it'll, it'll wear through it. Now, yeah, and the break. question
3: that I, I wanted to ask you guys, because You know, you guys catch more tarpon than I do. Is 80-pound fluorocarbon inshore okay? I mean, is it just as invisible as 50-pound fluorocarbon?
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: I don't think it's a problem either. I I I think a lot of times it's just their feeding pattern. If they're eating, they're going to eat it. They'll eat wire. I remember the old days. That's all they used was wire. Shoot, they used, what, 100-pound wire? Yeah. Put it through the wine corks. With with, with a
0: 4X, 4-ought
2: Trouble hook, trouble hook. Right. I mean the trouble big hook, was, one. Uh, yeah. big one. Yeah, John and, daddy, two you know? inches. Yeah, John yeah. Campbell and and, Mike Scanlon, and uh, and Wimpy
0: Sutton yeah, and, and Bill that, Groves. That's how we fished.
2: That's how all those guys fished. I mean,
0: man. Uh, we we used to um uh, um go to, to a, a certain bar and have them just keep wine corks. Yeah, you know for us, and, uh, and you yeah. sit there and you take a pair of pliers and you push it through the wine cork. Yep. And that's you know that's how you uh, that's how we fish. I think what's what's and wild. And my gosh, if if. if the, we would catch six fish a day. Mm-hmm. Doing, can you imagine how many we would catch now with the tackle that we have? Oh man! Uh, you know, we didn't yeah. ha- we didn't have braid, right, cause yeah. we couldn't, so we couldn't use spinning reels. You know, yeah. and, and once braid came out, we could use spinning reels to to be able to have that kind of a tarpon bite. Now,
4: mm-hmm. oh, it'd be. It'd be oh, unbelievable. Epic. All we
2: ever use is three and four odds. Yeah. 113 H's, man. Yeah, 113 inches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, golly. Yeah. by pitching that 25, 30 yards without yeah.
3: backlashing the, it. And I, I was talking with Dylan last night. We're, you know, we're, we're eating dinner. You know, our whole family's eating dinner, and we're talking about it. And, uh, and anyway, went told Terry, yeah, yeah, we caught some redfish and some trout. She goes, you never mentioned anything about the trout or the redfish. Yeah, yet.
4: right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we I talked to her before, mm, and right. you know, and and over the phone. She's like, did picture. you
0: bring me home a fillet? She's
3: like, are you kidding me? You caught other fish, and I'm like, yeah, but when you catch a tarpon yeah. like that or hook a tarpon, yeah.
2: everything else just is kind of yes, yeah, minimalized. It's you know, like it's, now it's a sideshow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like yesterday. We got on a hell of a bite of kings, and we caught really nice Spanish, and. At the very end of the trip, I mean, we get out there. We're 17 miles offshore, and we've been bottom fishing for B-liners, and all the B-liners were short, and they were like, darn, you know, let's go in. You know, it's 12 o'clock. Let's go in. Storm's coming. Storms are coming. I said, all right. So, I said, let's do one thing, my favorite thing to do. I load both live wells. I got a live well full of just chum baits, and, and they're all fired up, and I'm like, I open the tank up, and I just start dumping.
3: That's so much fun. Scoops.
2: Yep. And nothing's happening, nothing's oh. happened. All of a sudden, I look down, and I said, uh-oh, oh, and they go, what? And I go, I think I see an amberjack. Oh, I see another f-. And then all of a sudden, I look behind the boat, and one of the guys goes, what's boiling on our baits back there? And I look back there, and there's like a 40- or 50-pound cobia munching on these pogies. And there's another cobia, and then there's oh. another cobia. And all of a sudden, we forgot all about the great bite we had that morning. It was like, <laughs> nothing but cobia right now. We're going to catch a cobia. Forget about the kings and the big Spanish we caught. You know? Oh, yeah.
3: All right, well, let's take a break. We come back, uh, Mr. Tim Carney and Ed. I got a, a hook story with Tim, and Ed wants to talk a little kayak stuff, and we'll do that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
0: So last week I, I – I... Did the grumpy old man at Circle K totally I, did? I yeah. totally did. I did this week. I had Shut a, your door! I had a, a very. Uh, and, and by the way, that had nothing to do with, with Circle K. It was just the guys were having lunch in the bays, the gas bays, and they were just, you know, they were there for a long time. Had a very pleasant experience this week. Uh, went to my local Circle K and I was getting gas, and 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 I always said, Kirk, I know you you do this too. I love it when people come up and start talking to you about your boat.
2: Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, like the yeah, end, they're like,
0: man, that's that's a really nice boat, and what are you catching this, that, and the other? So anyway, had a had a very pleasant experience at Circle Canyon. Good, this week. yeah, it's positive. It's positive. Yeah. That's right. All right, let's
3: go to the phone lines. Uh, Tim and Ed. Let's start with Tim. He's been on the longest. He's got a hook hook story. Good morning, Tim. Hey, good
10: morning, guys. Good morning, Tim. Uh, hey, morning, buddy. Hey, Captain Kirk.
2: Good morning, Tim.
10: Hey, did you uh, you happen to show him the picture I sent you about two weeks ago of all those bucks behind the house? All gathered
2: I up. I did. You did. Yeah.
10: Yep. That's pretty crazy. A couple of eights maybe a ten there in the very back. But uh but um yeah, I got a quick hook story. One of my friends from thirty years ago sticks all his kingfish rods in the corner at the house. All got DNA's little stubbies on them. Uh-huh. They got they got two little Ugga dogs, right? The Ugga dogs get over there and start sniffing around. Oh no. They they get they get hooked up. The wife comes home. Goes over. What's the matter? What's going on? Goes to help the dog. All of a sudden, she's got one in her. She's oh. got one in each hand. Oh. and uh yeah, pretty bad. She's screaming. Luckily, the neighbor hears hears her screaming. Doesn't know what's going on. Calls nine one one. Fire department has to come break the door down because the door's locked. Oh no! <laughs> uh, has to come in and separate the dogs from the wife and with treble hooks and. Uh, Oh. Yeah, it was pretty
2: Ow. nasty. Oh, my Holy. God, man.
10: Yeah. I, mean, I,
3: I think you bring something up there. and mm-hmm. that, Look, you've got to make sure that with fishing tackle that it's put in containers and put away. Yeah, You can't right. leave that stuff sitting on countertops or workbenches in the garage if you've got
2: Sharp kids
3: hooks. or animals. I mean, the same thing goes for anything that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. But don't think of hooks as something that aren't dangerous.
0: Yeah, it can and, be as dangerous right. as, and, as anything. It's here, here's Tim. Here's just like with with my rods when when they're in a rocket launcher, people were walking by them all the time, right? I mean, oh, you, yeah. you've got your four kingfish rods sitting there, and you got a treble hook. You, you you've got your 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 live bait hook. So, it, and 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 people are always, hey, you want me to bring this in? Yes, but I I put it away personally because I take the treble hook and 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 I bury it behind the reel. There's no way that anybody right. can get hooked up, and then for the the live bait hook i'll take it and stick it in the foam in the handle right that that way when people walk by even even when i'm catching a fish i always you know bring my rods in and i and it, you just have to think about those kind of things because if you just take that treble hook or whatever and, and and put it in the eye of your rod this that yep. the others anybody who walks by is going to get hooked
10: yeah you know right so, yeah Yeah. well we uh you know i, I learned how to you know chum fish from uh john campbell and bill groves and you know back in the day like you say the cork and the wire and we used aluminum big aluminum treble hooks and uh when the shark comes up you just take your gloves and just snatch it the, the hook straightens out then you take your pliers and bend the hook back you know and keep on fishing you know same with the tarpon and you know the tarpon love the the big uh the big trout, the big that trout. We get the chum yep. yeah you always separate all your chum get the trout that's out for the uh tarpon but uh but yeah that's uh that's a that's a crazy story that's about 30 years ago and uh like i can say it uh kind of gives you the the heebie-jeebies thinking about your wife there treble hooks in her hand And mm-hmm. my buddy my buddy didn't uh yeah i fished with about seven or eight kids you know when i fished with the school and you know it's super important that i i very seldom even use any treble hooks unless we're chum fishing you know yep it's just too dangerous you know There's just and i've seen people come in from king fishing with Hooks all over the rods, all over the boats, handing them down from the, you know, yeah. you get one in your hand, just being hooked up in the, you know, and now yep. you got ribbon fish rigs with five or six big trebles uh, in them, and Yep. Uh, yep yeah. Yeah, I, I but mean, I'll, I'll, I'll never,
2: I'll never forget at Mayport. One day I was standing there, and I was, we had brought the boat to the, to the dock on the inside of the old, old dock down at Mayport. So you right. had a floating dock on the left, floating dock on the right. Guy pulls in with his father, and they and he's standing on the gunnel, and they've been trolling those magnum, mm-hmm. big old stretch magnums, yeah, and they yeah. had them in the gunnel rod holders, yep. and one of the big yachts went by, oh, and the gosh, oh yeah, and the boat was bobbing left and right, and the father was trying to hold the boat to keep it from hitting the dock, oh. and one of those magnums caught him right in the side of the head,
1: oh, and I
2: was standing right there, and I was like, oh my god, and I, his son was standing, and he goes, what do I do? What do I do? And I, I flipped in my knife. I said, cut the line. Just cut the line real quick. And they cut the line, and that big stretch, all three of those hooks were stuck in that guy's head. Oh. <laughs> and he was going, what should I do? And I said, you need to take him to the hospital right now. I said, one of those is in his neck. It was nasty. Oh. I was like, unbelievable, but This
0: man. is a funny one. Sean, my buddy Sean from Ring Power. Terrible. Key, in, in, the, in the keys, they had a multi boat trip, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Goes out, captain says, I'm going to fish with you. And he's throwing a big spoon. First cast, goes to wing it, hooks Sean right in the back of the head and buries it, right? And and, and, and he's like, Oh my God, we got to go to the hospital. And Sean said that they, and he just totally panicked and he's doing like 50. And he said he could feel that spoon like a feather back there.
2: flopping <laughs> behind Like a shirt drying yeah, yeah, out of a window rolled <laughs> yeah.
0: up. Yeah. Uh, oh, God.
10: I yeah. Hooks yeah. and flesh. Yeah, I had, I had one. Yeah, I had one under my big toe one time all day during the Kingfish tournament. And I got to the hospital and that doctor stuck that freaking needle in there. And my God. But it wasn't no getting it out, you know. So we cut it off and I just, take my foot up and fish the rest of the day because you're in a tournament you know and <laughs>
4: Jeez. Uh-uh.
10: That's my only, yeah, that's my, would you that's would my you only. would you do the
0: same thing now
10: tim no uh i'd try to snatch it but it, you know we fought the fish for about 30 minutes and then by that time man it was so sore and so far i mean they, they keep creeping up in there they don't they just somehow just keep working their way no, i'm saying would
0: you would you keep fishing now, if that happened
3: yeah, again then, uh, today.
10: No, okay, thank Probably you. Not, <laughs> not at my age, because I might have a damn heart attack, you know. It's just uh, I was about I was about 30 years old then, you know, and yep. invincible, and, uh, you know, like you say. But you get to be in the mid-60s, and you make better decisions about, you know, things you do.
2: Yeah,
0: and,
10: and that's
2: true. Uh, oh,
10: yeah. th-
0: well, thanks, buddy. It's good, stuff. Okay, good story. Okay,
10: Kurt- Kirk, you get your mullet put up yesterday.
2: I did. Thank you so much, man. I'll, the okay, Reds will,
10: will thank you for those. Uh, that was some pretty, pretty, pretty silver mullet, man. I'll try to get you some more too.
2: Yeah, I'll take all you can get, brother. I Beach appreciate City. that. City. Okay.
10: Yep. Okay. All right, buddy. Y'all yeah. have a good
2: thank afternoon.
3: you, Tim. Talk to you too. later. All right, let's thank go uh, talk to Ed this morning. Morning, Ed.
6: Morning, gentlemen. Morning. How are you? Good. 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 Um, I I hear you talk about kayaks a lot on your show.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, that's only and, been to the
3: last year. I'm right <laughs> yeah well yeah.
6: I, I am I, I have a house up in up in maine right across from the goat island lighthouse and and so you know we we have a seasonal dock which has a float uh-huh. that's attached to the end of the ramp so you, you know during the during the nice months we could have our dock out so a few years ago my, my and wife... R- real quick
3: is, just add uh, the tidal change up there how many feet?
6: Uh, you know, I am. I am not sure, but it's probably each day five feet or more
4: mm-hmm. because
6: we're we're right on the mouth of the Atlantic, so we get the tidal action coming into the harbor. Right. So the floats on the ground, uh, you know, in in the mud at the bottom of the low tide.
3: Okay, I got you. Um, so you know, it could so, be more than so five it's feet. Of, it's amazing yeah. uh, the the tidal change. The farther you get away from the equator, equator the greater the tidal change. So, like we think we have a big tide. You go oh. up to Maine, and you go, oh my god,
6: yeah. Yeah, well, it it, it kind of goes up and down. So, so my wife, who is height and weight appropriate, unlike me, uh-huh. she decides. What are you that, saying? You know, while i back up here, a Your
3: your 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 wife is weight appropriate. so That means your wife
4: she's, is she, fit.
6: She's height. She's height and weight appropriate. Okay. She does yoga. She dances. So you know, she's you know, unlike me, who is not height and weight appropriate. And <laughs> are
3: you like less than? Yoga. Less, so your weight's less than it should be.
6: Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs>
4: okay, good. See, I'm trying to help you out here,
3: Ed.
6: Yeah, right. Well, you'll you, you'll you'll kind of get you have a better picture. So so it's a nice summer September day, and of course the water is not not super you know usable, but it's not freezing cold. So she decides, you know, we should go buy some kayaks. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, so we we run up to Dock Square and there's a kayak store. And we buy two kayaks. I mean, now, Old
3: Town is made right up there in Maine, so you probably got up. Did you yeah, buy yeah. Old Towns?
6: Yeah. No, no. Since oh. I know nothing about kayaks, we wound up with what I now know are called racing kayaks.
3: Oh. oh. Okay. Yes. they're, they're,
6: they're and, 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 and as I said, her height and weight appropriate, she fit pretty good in her kayak. Uh-huh. So me, not so much.
3: Not, not so much. much. Okay. Not so much.
4: Okay. And
6: so we, we get these kayaks out on the float and, and, and as it happened, the, the guys up there that, that built our dock were out taking pictures for their brochure. So they're out in their little boat and they're, and they got their video camera. They're super guys that, that, you know, I got to know pretty well. So I get, try to get into this kayak and it ain't pretty. <laughs> and I don't realize that, you know, a racing kayak is a bit different mm-hmm. than a kayak. Because it's pretty narrow. Uh uh And I'm here to tell you, I think I tried about six times to launch this damn kayak. And these guys are just laughing, taking a video of me doing this. Mm. And after about the sixth time when I finally quit, and of course, you know, it's it's just a float. So, I'm, you know, I'm climbing back through the rocks, back up on the seawall, back down the, the damn dock, back down the ramp, back to the float <laughs> every time I, you know, turn this damn thing over.
2: Oh, my goodness. And
6: so, you know, I probably just give up. You know, she goes out on the kayak. It just has a great day. The next year when I, when we come back, they take our float out at the end of the summer. And the next year when I come back, I have a nice note from my dock guys. Where they've installed a swim ladder, oh, that 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 lifts up. So when the dock's down in you know down on the mud, it's not stuck in the mud. It just kind of flips up. Mm-hmm. With a nice note to tell me that the next time I want to try to go kayaking, I can get my my fat behind <laughs> back up on the float much quicker because there's a swim ladder.
2: Ooh, very nice. That was nice of them. That's very yes.
6: And then and and, and then they, they then I also find out you know you can get pontoons for kayak yeah yeah yeah, an outrigger
1: yeah Yeah, in fact uh, me and chris were talking about that uh, before we went on the air today yeah that's right i saw some rigged up uh there was a pup truck cruising down the road and they had a kayak in the back sticking out of the back of the bed and on top of this kayak they had a seat a swivel chair yeah and it was like mounted mounted like a bass boat kind of chair yeah up in front and i'm looking at this thing and i'm like you know it's like yeah. You know, five feet tall now, and I'm thinking, there ain't no way you're getting in that, because you're just going to drop right over. Right. You're going to be in the drink before you know it. But if it's got those pontoon Yeah, things- I explained
3: to Chris that, yeah. that in right. fact, uh, like if you buy a Hobie kayak, uh, they actually have, Hobie has, and I think they're called sponsons. Kind of like traded wheels? Yeah, kind of like training wheels. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, like training wheels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that, an outrigger. That, that's the what outriggers are. Canoe. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they give you stability. I think I like that. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. I like that
6: too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I am now the only guy up on the harbor in Maine that's got a kayak with pontoons very
3: nice nothing wrong with that oh yes oh yeah. yes
6: uh, yes I, I you know my my neighbors and the people around they just think that's the funniest thing in the world but by golly <laughs> i can at least get in the damn thing and i can i can at least float out of it
0: so right on um, that's, that's good stuff y- yes all right buddy yeah, all right, well, I, I just yeah. thought that you'd enjoy it yeah, well, Ed,
3: great story and uh since you're you're not quite weight appropriate and you're a little light you know go get a meal
6: I like that. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting here with a Chick-fil-A biscuit now as we talk. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. See you. Yep. Bye. All
3: right, uh, let's take a break. We come back. We can talk to uh, Archie. He's going to say thank you for some reason. Oh. Okay, we'll okay. find out exactly why. And we're going to do a uh, a very long Kirby Co-Inc cooking tip of the week, courtesy of Captain Kirk Walsh right and, here on and the— And the, the weather and the tide. And the weather tides right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the NMIC Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's just jump right in and knock out a tides and a weather. And our weather report is brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue restaurant in all of Jacksonville. And I can tell you yesterday, I actually went and ate at one of these other barbecue restaurants and just because I wasn't in any proximity to the Bearded Pig.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: And it wasn't the Bearded Pig. How about that? I'll just leave it at that. Really? No. Well, it's not as good, even close to the bearded pig. So if you want the best uh, barbecue in all of Jacksonville, two locations, one San Marco, the other one. Can I give you a quote from beach? Leon
0: real quick? Sure. So he has he has Sunday off. And he, so he, he said, that means I'm going to absolutely eat myself to death at the bearded pig Saturday night. I'm going to have a beef rib. Slab of St. Louis ribs and mm-hmm. a double order of fries.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Uh, Sleep le- well, no, Leon. Never that. Leon,
3: instead of the fries, get the bearded poutine.
2: Okay. you will uh, never finish it. He, he can't eat all it's that. It's got the
3: fries He's with seen the, the well, palmetto cheese. He can eat. He and, can, eat. He, I can, oh, he can yeah. eat, but
2: he can't eat all that. Yeah. All
3: right, uh, Beard Pig weather. Southwest winds today around five knots. Tonight, south winds five to ten. And the south winds are going to continue all the way through Sunday, Monday, Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday night, Wednesday, finally going to east. Mm. So it looks like really good weather. But uh, every day has a very strong chance of showers and thunderstorms. So uh, keep your – Eyes glued to the radar to make sure that you don't get stuck somewhere that you don't want to be. Tides of Port brought to you by Angie Subs, the best subs in Jacksonville. Not even close, and at the Mayport Bar Pilot Docks right now, it is almost exactly a dead low tide. Uh, actually, a few minutes past, 945 was the low tide. That's a .7. The high tide this afternoon is 4.31 p.m., and that's a 4.62 Tomorrow on Sunday, early in the morning, tomorrow at 4.48 a.m., that's a high tide. That's a 3.86. 10.37 a.m. is your low tide. That's a 0.78. That's your of support brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. And uh, now let's do a uh, Captain Kirk special, a Kirby Co-Builders cooking tip of the week. Kirby Co-Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCobuilders.com. Kirby is, by the way, K I R B Y and then C O Builders.com. KirbyCobuilders.com. If you're curious. Captain Kirk, a uh, little recipe here. Kirk, Kirk's on this. Uh, Chicken diet. This This health kick because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you had the little stomach thing that was kind of bothering you for yeah. a little while, and now yeah. you're, you know, you're making sure you're taking care of your, your health,
4: you, you know, get, and your you gut. You got to. So, eat, eat healthy. What do you? My, what do
2: you, what do you st- this is my wife's recipe. She found it online. And basically, it's pretty simple. You can go to Publix and buy the, the broccoli florets and the stir fry all in one little package. So, mm-hmm. you can buy it in the carrots, sliced carrots, and the broccoli florets, and you can have snow peas and whatever else in it. She bought one of those packets. She found this recipe. And basically, it's just a chicken breast peeled. You cut it up in little cubes. And you just need oil, you need uh, uh, some garlic powder, some soy sauce, fresh garlic, chicken broth, and it's pretty simple. All you do is you basically saute the vegetables until they start to get a little soft, then you stop cooking them, you put them on a plate, then you put the chicken chunks in, slightly brown them, then re-add the veggies, then you add the garlic, the soy sauce, the chicken broth. Heat it on low heat, and then you add a little bit of honey, and then you incorporate some cornstarch until it starts to thicken.
3: That honey's money. Mm-hmm. Oh, it add, was add so a good. touch of honey to chicken, or like cooking it like this is so good.
0: You still got some of Mr. Stevens. It it was it was yeah I knew No, I still we, no we ate all that. You ate all that I <laughs> eat so
2: much honey. I know Killer I mean, eat a lot of I, honey eat too. A, I mean, I get up and eat a tablespoon in the morning sometimes too, mm, and then I put a you. tablespoon in my tea yep. and I mean I mean I've quit drinking coffee, no caffeine. Anyway, but this is a simple recipe and one of the things I thought was really cool, she bought the coconut sticky rice. If you have not tried coconut sticky rice. Where's when is it is that or like is already cooked
3: where you just warm it up?
2: It's, uh, it, it's, or is
3: it, do you have to cook it in a pot? You have
2: to, you have to no, it's already cooked in like, like a the little, microwave, like in a little pouch. Yeah. You put yeah. it in a microwave. Yeah. Find it in a frozen That's food section. That's my kind of rice. <laughs> you find it in a frozen food section. It was really good. Huh. And then we put this on top of it. It was good.
3: I like the, ba- the warm-up rice, the it's, uh, basmati, I guess it is. Yeah, but, yeah. Basmati. That's basmati. That's good
2: stuff. I, I love yeah. that. We eat a lot of rice at the house. I,
3: like some I of, love b- rice. I'm a big yeah. fan of rice bowls, man. Give me some fresh veggies with uh, some kind of meat cut up in a Small rice bowl. Tuna on top, me? some pokey on Shoot, top, oh, man, or wahoo. With
2: like either fish, chicken, yeah, or beef You should be rice getting balls. some wahoo, shouldn't you? Somebody, yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. A fat chance. Let
3: me me just, you know,
0: head down to Safe Harbor first.
3: Let me starve further until (laughs) I get me a piece
0: of that. All right, let's go talk to Archie before we get out of here. Morning, Archie. Morning, guys. Morning for the
8: show. Just, uh, I was thinking this week, uh, we as the staff at the church, we, uh, we gather once a week for devotions, and we this week we were thankful for things that uh, people do in our church on a regular basis. And I just want to say thank you to you guys. Uh, you guys could be anywhere at any time if you chose to, and you choose to uh, be on the radio. Kevin, you're there on Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, Jeff, you from here to Canton, Ohio. You guys are just amazing. What all you do, Captain Kirk. I've enjoyed fishing with you a couple of times, and uh,
2: yes, sir, we've had fun. Of,
8: I know everybody that's listening probably feels the same way, but uh, just want to say thank you to all the information you guys put out there and and just your commitment, man. It's, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you you go from because Jeff will be at the ball game tonight, and
0: it'll just be crazy. So uh, that's what we do. It. Yeah, it's 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 funny. I was thinking about that this morning. Thank you, uh, by the way, yeah, Archie. Uh, th- thank you. But 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 seriously, Archie, it's. I, it's been it's 25 years. A labor of love, and, and it, we absolutely love this. I don't want to miss. Yeah. I don't no, like missing I, shows. I, yeah, I I I love getting up on Saturday mornings, and and uh, even though you know we have to put up with Chris, uh, you know, uh, which at times is <laughs> very nice difficult.
1: Shot. Thanks for that. It's no. very difficult. Hey, something's wrong with your microphone. Hold on. <laughs> yes.
2: well, and,
4: and,
3: and here's the other thing. You know, we we always had this kind of motto: let pull up a rocking chair on the front porch of the outdoor show and listen. I like pulling my chair up to this microphone because I get to hear you guys, yep. Kevin and Kirk and Chris, I get to hear you guys tell your
0: stories too. It's awesome. Yep. yep. It's fun stuff, man. Yep. We, we, have, we well, have a great time with it. I know you're about through here, but my, my uh, getting
8: hooked story was reaching in the back of my Suburban and the, the fishing poles were lined up in the middle. Yep. Between the oh. oh. And I reached up there and one of them got me right under the arm – Right before you get to the hair under your arm, and it just went right through. Oh, and dude. and I, I literally reached in my pocket and called my wife. I said, "Honey, I'm I'm in the driveway. I can't get it out of my uh, arm. I got a hook," and she came out and had to cut it off with a uh, with a pair of pliers.
3: <laughs> wow! Uh, everybody has a story. Yep. Thank you, Archie. Yeah. Thanks, Archie. Okay. Okay, guys. Thanks again. Love y'all. See you. Ya. Right. By the way, uh, uh, tonight Jaguars seven o'clock. We got the pregame starting at uh, here on ten ten XL. Okay, mm. starting at four o'clock. Okay, yep. the, with the tailgate show and then the pregame show, all that good stuff, and then the game seven to ten.
1: And You're gonna then, be all talked out, brother.
3: No, and then uh, guess what? I get to do after the game. I get to do post game with JP Shatter tonight. Oh, I'm excited. I'm gonna fun. help out a little bit. Dempsey's uh, on the road, getting his son off to college, and so I'm gonna help uh help out with JP so it's going to be a late night looking forward to it yeah,
0: that's that's well, good, good luck stuff. with that Yeah. logs as usual the nimble outdoor show is brought to you by some fine sponsors
3: Mo Southwest Grill Hatchie River Club Angie Sub Strike Zone Tire Outlet Kirby Co Builders Inc Whalen Bay Marine Shimano CNH Marine Construction Atlantic Coast Marine Consignment Boat Sales LV Hires, Inc Hagen Coastal Outfitters don't forget November 5th Coastal equipment, Thigpen pen heating and cooling, claw knoll and Cadillac, the bearded pig, ring power and a cat rental store, Circle K. Circle K. And of course the Nimnik Family Dealership, Chevrolet on Cassett, and Buick and GMC on Phillips
0: Highway. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See ya. See you. I got
3: drinks in the cool.